Poss I think four. I think okay. all four of my high school years yeah. we uh, we defeated Scottsboro. Yeah. So it's it's been a it's been uh, seasons where Scottsboro has been a little bit better, and uh, seasons when Fort Payne's been a little bit better. But it is a a big pride game. Um, a lot of folks. And it's just really close. Um, so we are in the dry confines of the visitors' press box. This is why I'm glad to be on the announcing team tonight because <laughs> we are dry. Yeah, my wife didn't look too happy down there <laughs> underneath that little bitty umbrella. We have, he, uh, Brian has his wife. We have our kids here and looking down there soaking wet. Yeah, so the boys have zero interest it's in be being underneath on, an umbrella. It's going to be fun on the ride home with yeah, their soaking it'll, wet it'll, selves. It'll stink a little bit in our now, car. Now, looking at this rain, it looks like it's uh, slacked up, Brian, but uh, this is one of those things where uh, Fort Payne has their new artificial turf. Now, yeah. they have looks like they have a nice crown. Looks like their field has handled it well. Yep, yep. Um, and I would I would suspect that this is going to be advantage uh, with what Scottsboro wants to do. Advantage Scottsboro. Uh, obviously, run-oriented teams tend to uh, like the slop a little bit better than more passing-oriented teams. And not that Fort Payne's pass-oriented, but they are definitely have more pass inside their playbook than Scottsboro does. So you would think this would uh, this would tend to lead towards Scottsboro uh, with advantage. But if it clears off and everything dries back out, then, then it's all bets are off. All bets are off. And, and you'll hear a little bit of Coach Bell's interview a little later on on the pregame show. That's a little bit what we talked about with Coach Bell was because um, I asked him what his style was. And, uh, you know, it sounded like it was a you know, good old-fashioned run, run mm -hmm. a lot. <laughs> they, they are, you know, if you think about modern college football or college football and even high school football now, it, it used to be you're going to run to set up the pass. And um, that seems to uh, now it doesn't make any difference. If, if you can go uh, – offenses don't necessarily care if you only get two yards on first down because they could throw it for ten on second down. And uh, – this is a throwback offense. This is a, a double wing, single a halfback, split out on right side, split out on left side. It's a very symmetrical looking set, and they're going to run an option right up the middle. They're, they're content four yards, as they say, three yards in a cloud of dust. They're content to give it to this big fullback right up the middle, let him get three or four yards and do that three or four plays. They'll mix in some pass. They've got some outs and some slants and some some goes, but very little. It's it's very very heavy heavy run oriented, and they're uh, and they do it well. <clears throat> they do it well. He implemented this last year because Scottsboro had been a, a, a spread offense, and then Coach Bell was hired out of Oak Mountain last year, and he brought this offense here. And so they they've got a year under their belt. They're still young, but they're not as young as they were last year. So you would expect them to be much more experienced in this offense and capable of running it. So. Yep. In Dallas, we were able to sit down with uh, Coach uh, Elmore um, a little earlier this week as well, and that's what he mentioned uh, with this kind of offense. The, uh, our Coach Elmore, is, he doesn't want them to get into the three yards here, three yards here, third down and one, first down, and then just that gradual pace can wear on a team. It can. It definitely can. Um, could lull you to sleep, as we've, as we've said before. Uh, but um, I, I was kind of wondering, too, you know, going in, the, these teams going in before the game here, they – kind of swapping game plans, kind of coming up with something else because of this just downpour right here before game starts. Yeah, you, you, you try not to, I think. Uh, you really want to try to stick with what um, um, what you do best. Uh, of course, they spent, I don't remember how many years he said they spent competing against each other. Was it just uh, just a few years? But when he was at Chelsea and, and, and Coach uh, Bell was at Oak Mountain, they played against each other several times. So they're familiar with each other. And I, what I've seen from Coach Elmore, 
in the time that we've been doing this. Of course, that's just last year for me. But watching what he does uh, and his staff, especially on defense as well, they do a good job of scouting. They do a good job of kind of looking at tendencies and then making game plans according. So it'll be interesting to see how we do. All right, we'll take a break right now, and uh, when we come back, uh, we'll have a little bit of that Coach Bell interview for, for you. Uh, you are listening to the Fort Payne Wildcat pregame show. Next time we'll come in, I think they'll play. I'll talk and I'll play your interview, and I think we'll end the game. That's really all I'm talking about pregame. You'll lift up the windows. Get a little stuffy quick when the windows shut down. So next, when they come back, you're cueing the interview straight up, right? Yeah, then you cue the interview. And I, I don't say anything. No, you, yeah, I think you come back in and say, did you already hear I, I kind of said, I said a little bit of it, but if I can go ahead and say. Go ahead and follow their Okay.
notice they're on the practice. They so do they spend some time on the practice field, so I think, uh, and that will probably be predicated on what kind of field conditions they go on the road and play in. If they're playing, which is becoming more popular, having turf on the field, they'll probably play practice on the turf. If it's a home game, I'm sure they'll practice almost exclusively on the turf. And then if it's an away game like this on natural grass, I would expect, and I saw that this week, and that's probably the reason if I had to guess, other than the field maybe not being 100% complete and the, and the subcontractors they're working on it, that they were down on their practice field on the grass trying to simulate what tonight was going to look like. All right, so, we'll, we'll go ahead and get ready and go to our next break, Brian. Uh, and after that, coming out up, we should have the interview, looks like, with uh, Coach Elmore after that. We'll, uh, we'll send you away. This is the Fort Payne Wildcat pregame show while we sit and listen to Journey and get hyped <laughs> up for the game. There we go. Don't stop believing. Welcome back to the Fort Payne football, high school football pre-game show as the rain has ended and Fort Payne's, uh, not Fort Payne, Scottsboro's band is entering the field. A lot of Vegas and gold and black this evening since both schools are the same color. Uh, looks like Fort Payne's band has not yet made it. I'm sure they'll be getting off the bus here soon and joining us here in the stadium. Like I said, the rain has ended. Uh, it looks like maybe some uh, light skies back here behind us, Brian, but it looks like the rain's moved off. I think that's headed north toward Tennessee. Yeah, it is. It is, and, and it's on my phone and everything that I've looked at. It's supposed to be gone, and when it's gone, it's gone. So, All right. <laughs> which I thought was going to be uh, a little bit earlier than it was. We got one more uh, downpour and just soaked the entire stands. Uh, people tried to grab their umbrellas, but you can definitely see the ones who had them and the ones who did not. <laughs> 
Yeah, the ones who did not are wet and they're black and gold. The other ones are in uh, usually blue and orange, the rain, the rain jackets and yeah. stuff. So. Yep. All right, we'll get, proceed to the interview with Coach Elmore this week, and uh, you, you were listening to the Fort Payne football pregame show.
The moment we go through the starting lineups, first for Fort Payne tonight on offense, starting at quarterback number seven, Jake Barnes. Starting at running back, number two, Caden Dubose. Starting at wide receiver, number one, Skylar Cody. Starting at wide receiver, number 35, Marcus Ledford. Starting at wide receiver, number four, Nolan Fowler. Wide receiver, number eight, Brandon Oliver. Defen uh, offensive lineman, number 56, Silas Halmer. Uh, offensive line, number 55, Jordan Wright. Offensive line, number 54, Aaron Wright. Offensive line, number 66, Antonio Guzman. And offensive lineman, number 57, Andrew Barclay. On defense for Fort Payne, starting at defensive end, number 23, Jack Goggins. Defensive lineman, number 40, Will Patton. Defensive lineman, number 61, Kylan Tuberville. Defensive lineman, number nine, Luke Miller. Inside linebacker, number 82, Carter Tinker. Inside linebacker, number 13, Caleb Stiefel. Outside linebacker, number 14, Tyler Wooten. Outside linebacker, number 11, Alex Akins. Cornerback, number 22, Connor Kinsley. Cornerback, number 29, Hayden Harrell. Free safety, number 10, Kobe King. For Scottsboro, on offense, starting at quarterback, number 7, Jake Jones. Running back, number 34, Keelan Alvarez. Running back, number 5, Porter Mitchum. Wingback, number 9, uh, Devon Walker. Wingback, number 16, Thomas Rackler. Wide receiver, number 2, Thomas Stewart. Wide receiver, number 18, Trip Nelson. Left guard, oh, excuse me, left tackle, number 50, Luke Calfey. Left guard, number 72, Colin Rogers. Center, at center, number 53, Lawson Talley. At right guard, number 68, Drake Talley. Right tackle, number 59, Nate Warren. Uh, and that's the offensive uh, lineup for Scottsboro on defense. At uh, cornerback, number four, Reed Potter. Cornerback, number 24, Gabriel Jackson. Free safety, number 12, Trey Cooper. Strong safety, number 19, Luke Terrell. Outside linebacker, number 13, Andrew Smith. At the Mike linebacker, number 80, Hudson Tubbs. At the wheel linebacker, number 27, John Carter Heikinen. Uh, defensive end, number 22, Austin Berger. Defensive end, number 84, Garrett Venable. Defensive tackle, number 88, Ben Kirby. Nose guard, number 66, Landon Wright. Defensive end, number 20, Cooper Harding. Defensive end, number 33, even, oh, that's a fun one. Petrisky, maybe, close enough. Inside linebacker, number 44, Griffin Murdoch. And defensive tackle, number 85, Dawson Parker. Those are your starting lineups for Fort Payne and Scottsboro for tonight. Chris? We get ready to start. We got five and a half minutes on the clock till the teams come out on the field and we get started here in Scottsboro. Uh, Fort Payne band has, I think, just arrived. Um, I know this because my son's in the band and I have uh, I follow his phone. So <laughs> he got I, the 360 I, going. Yes, I was wondering where he was. <laughs> um, but yeah, as we get ready to go here, the forecast is clear for now. Hopefully we can get this game in with not any problems or issues with weather. Stands are starting to fill up as we are here in Scottsboro. Nice stadium. Uh, Trammell Stadium, as a matter of fact, um, as we get ready to start uh, the, tonight's game. Yeah, Dallas and I were noting the uh, the new field house, Meadows Morris Fieldhouse, which is <clears throat> pretty substantial. I don't know how many square feet that is, but it's got concession stands. It's got uh, the home, I guess the home and visitors locker rooms in there on both sides, and it's uh, it's a pretty big place. Since uh, I've seen their seen their high school calling basketball, and it looks a lot like their school architecture, yeah. but, but from here it looks like a bank. <laughs> yeah, when we walked through the parking lot, I was like, that doesn't look right. But yeah, you look closer, and you're like, okay, that's the field house. It's okay. a nice brick building, a nice architecture. It, does, it looks bankish. It does look like a bank. Uh, from here. Um, what is the uh, – I don't know if I, if I can mention this or not. What's the story on our field? Is it going to be completely ready? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we should – the only thing missing, our field is playable right now. 
uh, and the question mark is the track. And I don't know anything. You know, you just hear people talk, but I, I don't know anything about the track. And but um, everything, all lights are are green for the field. So okay. uh, we got. And I was looking at the scores from last night. We play. Um, is it in Etowah next week? Yes, is that right? I believe so. Now that I'm not doing your, I'm not doing the play-by-play. -play, I don't pay attention to all that stuff anymore. Etowah beat uh, Springville, which was in our region last year, 35 to nothing last night on a Thursday night game. So that's a that's a interesting score. And I believe we do play Etowah next week at home. Yes, we got Etowah at home, May Jemison away, and then Gaston City at home before our first bye. Yeah. All right, the captains are coming out on the field. Uh, who are our captains tonight, Brian? At number seven, Jake Barnes. Number 10, Kobe King. Number 35, Marcus Ledford. And number 57, Andrew Barclay. All, five, all four of those seniors um, really, uh, at this point in the season last year, um, there's a lot of unknowns. Jake was an unknown at quarterback. Uh, offensive line was relatively unknown. Kobe, I think, was a new starter at that safety position. And these guys have really stepped up and shown tremendous leadership for this team. And it, it really gives Fort Payne a significant advantage having that quality of a senior class going into this first week. So for Scottsboro, uh, captains are number 12. Let me find my Scottsboro sheet. As I mentioned, I'm not prepared. Number 12 is Trey Cooper. Uh, number 66, which was... Not that you're not prepared, the words are kind of small. No, they're just, yeah, and, and my papers are all over the place. Number 66, the nose tackle, Landon Wright. Uh, it looks like number 59, which is uh, offensive lineman Nate Warren. And then I can't see the other one through Andrew Barclay, but they've got four captains as well. I have my newfangled binoculars oh, today. Oh, you're fancy. So that's uh, number 12, 59. You know, those guys are kind of wide bodies. Yep. But they're calling the toss. We'll see who's, start, who's getting the ball. Let's see, uh, give you a, tell you, the listeners, what they look like. Uh, Fort Payne's wearing black helmets with Vegas gold FP and uh, the Vegas gold and white stripe in the middle of the helmet, white jerseys, Vegas gold and black on the shoulders, gold and black pants with the black and white stripes. Scottsboro has the solid gold hats with the S on the side, black stripe, and black on black unis, black shirts, black. Yeah. Looks a lot like Army. They did that last year as well. Fort Payne's going to receive the ball and go from our left to our right. All right, so Fort Payne will be on offense first. Jake Barnes, the senior, will be leading the first team. A lot of young kids, a lot of young kids on the defense. We mentioned last week the two linebackers are new. Um, Connor Kinsley, a sophomore out at, at the cornerback uh, position. Uh, Tyler Wooten's playing more. He played significantly last year, but not on defense. Um, and then you've got, uh, with Hayden Presley being injured the last two weeks, Will Patton has had to move down from defensive end down to defensive tackle. And so there's just a lot of young. Uh, Sunshine is out there playing. Uh, Luke Miller, uh, he hasn't played as much. But um, so it'll be good for them to kind of get the get a little bit of that adrenaline out of their out of their uh, system and let the offense, who's more significantly more experienced with fewer first-year starters. Uh, take the ball first. Now, now, Dallas, all the broadcasts I've been a part of, you got to make a movie reference at some point. You brought, he just made a Remember the Titans <laughs> movie reference. <laughs> I did that in foot and basketball as well. So there, right. you know, if you feel a movie situation, come on, feel free to. Well, let's hope it turns out like Remember <laughs> the Titans because that would be right. a state championship. Yes. We'll take that. <laughs> I will take that right, right. now. All right, uh, do I have the kicker for Scottsboro? He is number one. Uh, Cole, oh, boy, that's even – 
We love the trying to figure out there he is. Cole, oh, that's a good one. You're right. You Cole, want to take a shot at that? I'm going French. Cole Rochelet. Uh, that's can good can enough we, for can me. Can we go French? Ro Cole, Cole Rochelle. Rochelle. Rochelle? Yeah, looks, let's just call him Cole. Looks French. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just going to so, call him. So Cole French, will be French kicking Cajun. Scottsboro. It's French Cajun. Uh, back to receive for Scottsboro. I mean, excuse me, back to receive for Fort Payne. Number eight, Brandon Oliver. Number two, Caden Dubos are deep. Now, like I said, we kind of worked out some of our uh, kinks in the, the Jamboree game last week. Uh, we have all these numbers of everybody in front of us, so there may be some pauses in identification, but we will get there. Bear with us as we are about to kick off the 2022-2022 season, Fort Payne and Scottsboro rivalry game for Top Cat. Cole sets his feet. Checks, make sure everybody's ready. And the kick for the 2022 is very short, very, very short. short. Kick. It's going to hit the ground. Now they're going to come up and field it at about the 32-yard line. Looks like that's where yeah. Fort Payne will start. I think that was Carter. Uh, was that Carter Tinker that caught that? Need to probably fair catch that. I was going to say that those little pooch kicks like that right there is a, a dangerous kick. You know, you it don't is. know to fair catch it or let it go or. Yeah, especially when you, if that's something you kind of don't practice and somebody's just going to sit there and watch it, you don't want to watch it hit the ground. All right, so Fort Payne will break the huddle. They'll have uh, three wide on the on the far side, one receiver right, DeBose to the right of the quarterback, Barnes. Barnes takes the ball, hands off to DeBose up the middle. DeBose weaving through traffic, and he's going to be held up about the 34-yard line, so about a four-yard gain. Yeah, we'll take that. Three-yard gain. We'll take that. Scottsboro is going to uh, will want to slow this game down. They want to play at a slow pace. They're not necessarily going to intentionally do that, but they're comfortable with this thing being drug out. All right, Fort Payne now four wide, two wide receivers on each side. DuBose now flanks the left side of Barnes. Barnes takes a snap, hands off to DuBose again, sweeping right side. DuBose weaves through traffic, nice gets run. the lane. Nice run, Caden. Makes it out to the 45-yard line for a first down. Nice pickup on that play. Caden's always been really good about cut, cutting back right there. And that's the cab fix it first down. We'll be call, hopefully we'll be calling them a lot tonight. Yeah. Antonio Guzman's hat fell off, and if it doesn't have to do with a penalty, you have to leave the field for one play. So his replacement's in for this one play at I think uh, the tackle position. Fort Payne again, four wide with 11 minutes left. Barnes keeps the ball up the middle behind his blockers. Nice run, nice run, Jake. Makes it up to the looks like 48 and a half yard line, right smack in front of me. So I definitely can see that yard yeah. line. The old eyes can follow that yes. one, huh? Ten minutes and 50 seconds left in the first period as we're just starting the, the game against Scottsboro. Second down in five. Again, uh, three wide. So five wide now for Fort Payne. No, no running back in the backfield with Barnes. Barnes takes the ball, looks downfield. He's going to pull it down. He's running, takes the pass, runs it. Nice pickup, first down. Picks up first down. Out to the... Oh, Jake, come on. 44, 43-yard line. You know, that's one of the things Coach Elmore mentioned is, is how improved Jakey is at running the ball. It looks a little ginger right there. Took a hit on that one, so it looks like he's uh, – Yeah, he got a little bit of banged up on that, but he's, he's staying in there. He's going to come under center of this snap. Takes the ball, hands off to DeBose. DeBose following his tackles, pushing, pushing. It looks like he gets held up about the 40 no, – yeah, the 42-yard line. Fort Payne 42-yard line. It's going to bring up second down. About eight. 
two-yard pickup. So far, very run heavy for Fort Payne. Only dropped back to pass once, and, and Jake had to pull that one down to run. All right, Fort Payne with uh, three receivers near side to us, one on the left side. The both flanks, Barnes is right. The Barnes is going to take the ball. It's going to our receiver screen over to number one. Number one takes it up to Skyler Cody, get close to another first down. Real close. Let's see where they mark it. Looks like he may be a couple yards short. It's going to bring up third down, and you're right, Brian, about, well, about three yards short, or a long two. All right, quick. It's going to be a quick snap by Fort Payne. Barnes gives a signal. Scottsboro jumps, but tried, gets back. Yeah, tried to get him jump off sides. Typically, I thought in high school ball, I know it was when, when I was coaching Dallas, if you even touch the neutral zone, it's a penalty on defense. Is that not right? Fort Payne, I think you're out unless something's changed. Fort Payne puts some men in motion, brings a running back by Barnes. He receives the ball, goes nice behind pick. his blockers up the middle. Weaves Good job. traffic. Attaboy, gets Caden. Loose, gets the first down. Attaboy, Caden. Nice pickup. Got a couple pancakes. Colton Shankles had two on the ground. And that gives us a DeKalb fix-it, another DeKalb fix-it first down. You're going to hear a lot of that tonight. And Miss Hall, if you don't hear it, Miss Holly's going to poke me in the back. I hope we hear that. <laughs> I hope we hear that. I, I, DeKalb fix-it, DeKalb fix-it. Let's call it out all night long. Nine and a half minutes left in the first period. As long as we're not doing it for them, too. That's we're not right. doing it for them, right? That's correct. Barnes takes the ball, looks nice. across field. Got a receiver coming across. Ah, That's going to be a little low. On, Jake. Incomplete. Bring up second down. He did just kind of a little, looked like a little quick in, right, Brian? A little yeah, that's what they call a fin route. It's five yards in. Five yards and in is a fin route. Okay. And that's what uh, Brandon Oliver was running there, and Jake just is a little bit short on that one. I don't know what was going on there. All right, Barnes has a running back to his right side, man in motion, moving his left to right. They're going to throw it to him. Wide receiver screen right again. Screen. One gets it. He moves around, moves through some blocks, pushing his legs. That's close. That's close. It's about a six or seven-yard gain on the second down. That's going to bring up third. Nice pickup by Schuyler. That's going to bring third. Looks like third and two or third and a long one. They're going to say third and two. Ball's on the 27-yard line of Scottsboro. 8.45 left in the first. Barnes takes snap. Hands off again to the running back. Running back sweeps right. Follows the blocker. Pushes That's ahead Alex. for a first down. Yep, Alex DeKalb fix it first down. And we're inside the red zone for? DeKalb fix it first down. No, red oh, zone. And the red zone. We're going to call it the Aikens red zone. There you go. And guess who got us into the red zone? Aikens? That would be Alex Aikens. Man, that's how, that's a, how that, appropriate is that? That's a double whammy right there. <laughs> there should be some award or something for that. The yeah. Aikens get us inside the Aikens red zone. So Fort Payne now has the ball on the 14-yard line, first and 10. They got three receivers left, one near side. Running back DeBose moves up to his Barnes right. Barnes takes the ball. He hands it off. He waves through the middle. It's four or five yards, looks yeah. like, Brian. Colton Shankles with another pancake. Yeah, I was going to say Fort Payne's offensive line having yeah, no problem they're, they're pushing doing a pretty good. Yeah, they're doing a pretty good job. Well, not pretty good. They're doing a really good job right now. It's going to bring up second down, about five and a half, six yards. A little bit of a tight formation now for Fort Payne. Yep. Everybody's brought in. No, no running back in the backfield with Barnes. It is second and five, seven, seven and a half left. Barnes Quarterback sweep. Comes to the sideline, close to the first down. That'll be real close. It's hard to see from this angle. Yeah, he, he kind of ran over the first, the, line, the lineman there, or the marker guy. That's going to be about two yards short. Bring up third down. 7.38 left in the first period. Ball's on, uh, they're going to say the 10-yard line, third and three here in the first quarter. 
So this is mountain music. This is two tight ends, two halfbacks, and a fullback. Give to Caden. Up the middle. I think he had to have gotten that. Boy, I tell you what, our offensive he line. Looks like he picks up a DeKalb fix at first down. Inside the Aikens red zone. Inside the Aikens red zone at that, and we are first, should be first and goal now. First and goal, first and goal, five yards with seven and a half left in the first period. We're all kind of having to look, stick our necks out the press box. Yeah, a little, little crane here. Their, their, their scoreboard's set a little far back. Yeah, like a dog sticking its head out the window. <laughs> all right, Fort Payne looks like three backs behind Barnes, and Staying there's going to be a flag. Mountain music. Flag on the play. Let's see what they're going. They're going to say illegal procedure. Is that right? On yeah, I didn't. I didn't was, see it. That was one of the moments I was tucked back in here. I'm trying to give you room to see to call the play. Right, you come on in. I can see over your head. Okay. That's uh, going to bring it back five yards now. First and goal at the seven-yard line mm -hmm. with seven minutes left in the first period. Fort Payne leaves the uh, short yardage offense, and they're going back to their traditional. Fort Payne. It's the first position of either team. Fort Payne's driving for a touchdown right now. Hands off to the running back. Sweeps right side behind his blockers. Cuts through. Pushes. That's, that's, that's got to be close. Uh, that was first down. Okay, so we were first and goal. Yep. So that's going to bring out. Looks, looks like they got it to about the four-yard line. Three-yard game. That's Bennett Blanks. It's going to bring up second and four with six and a half. Left in the first. I asked Chris if they had a if they had a true number two that was just simply a running back, and he said really Bennett and, and Alex are the two that are going to give Caden a rest, and those two are uh, coming in now. Again, Fort, Fort Payne with the tight formation. Yep, this is mountain music. Two tights, two halfbacks, and a fullback. He's under center. Barnes hands it off. Oh, wow, touchdown. Running back follows That's the easy. blockers. <clears throat> nice. Touchdown, nice. Fort Payne. Just a power. Simple power left side. Uh, Bennett Blanks, Caden Dubose leading Alex Akins into the end zone for a touchdown, Fort Payne. All right, so first score of the season as Fort Payne drives it down Scottsboro's throat for the first series. Gets on the board first. And we have Connor Hughes. Looks like Connor's going to get the first shot at the extra point tonight. Sophomore kicker. Snap, hold, no, hold, fumble. Running over, trying to get outside, get in the end zone, and they tackle him. Does not get in, so the extra point is no good. So with uh, six, a little over six minutes left, Fort Payne six, Scottsboro zero, you are listening to Fort Payne Wildcat football on WZOB. attempt. Fort Payne's going to kick off, and they kick it deep. That away, Scott. That away. So his first official kickoff, kick in the end zone. A little, little rough act. Yeah, a little extra. A little extra, but nobody hurt, nobody bleeding. Nice job. Kai Stolp, the senior kicker who's just come out for football, all-state soccer player for Fort Payne, uh, takes over 
where uh, McPherson left off last year, uh, first kickoff of the year into the end zone for a touchback. Nice. We talked about how big of an advantage that That's is, huge. not having to cover a kick. Um, so maybe he can keep that up the rest of this year. And yeah, and to be and to be clear, the snap and the hold were the problem on the extra point. That wasn't on Connor Hughes. I'm going to say a little bit of the rainy conditions with that Possibly. ball being wet. It's yeah, it hard to hold back there. That's, that's, that's likely. you got to like what Fort Payne was able to do first series um, in that they were made a few mistakes, uh, didn't do everything perfect, but it was good enough to just drive the ball steadily down the field, mixing uh, mostly run, mixing a little pass in, and then scoring a touchdown on the first drive of the season to lead 7 to nothing. All right, Fort Payne Band is here making some noise. Is it 6 minutes and 12 seconds left in the first period? Scottsboro gets their first chance of the ball and our first, uh, our second, I guess, second chance since the second season to see Coach Bell's offense. They do have two running backs behind the quarterback as he's under center. One receiver out to his right. He takes a snap, pitches back to the halfback. Breaks through the line, gets a nice gain on that play. Yeah, a little tall sweep on that one. <clears throat> looks like he got uh, four, looks like he got four or five yards on that one. It's gonna yeah. bring up second and five, long five. There's a terminology in, in defensive football, gap integrity, which just simply means every gap's gotta be covered by somebody. And Scottsboro takes advantage of every single gap on the field. So they're gonna try to attack every single gap they can and spread the ball out so that you're not able to predict where they're going. Scottsboro with a man in motion, hands off again to the tailback, pushes up the middle. It looks like he may have the first down, and he does as he gets it out to the 31-yard line. First down for Scottsboro with five and a half left in the first period. It's kind of like we talked earlier. Every possession is going to be critical in this game, especially with yeah. Fort Payne running the ball a little more than normal also. I mean, seven minutes in, and, and we only had one position uh, yep. possession. Yep. Scottsboro has one one back. He looks like he looks like a fire plug back there. Yeah, that's Keelan Alvarez. He he's he moved the ball a lot on Fort Payne at the end of the game last year with it out of reach against mostly our number two. They twos. hand a quick handoff up to him at the middle, but Fort Payne looks like stuffed it for a loss. Yeah, yeah. Nice job on that interior. You got Will Patton, who's a junior, and you've got Kylan Tuberville, who's a sophomore. Um, so young young guys in there. Uh, linebackers are sophomore and junior. We got some young guys out there that are getting some really good experience against a really run-heavy offense. Looks to be a, like a half a yard loss. We're going to go second down in a long 10. Now Scottsboro goes with two receivers near side. One man in motion. Fakes hand off the middle. Again, Fort Payne stopped that yeah. initial handoff. Yep. You know, that's that's sometimes that's a dive. Sometimes that's an option if uh, where the quarterback does have the ability to pull that and run. Uh, I didn't see a lot of that on their film, and I don't know that they pulled it a lot last week, but I, I think that was more to do with who they were playing and not giving them the option to pull. So, right. Four minutes left in the first period. There was no gain on that play. It's going to be third and a long ten. See what Scottsboro does here is they have a long way to go to get a first down here in this first series for the Wildcats. You'd have to think they're going to throw here. Man in motion. Yep. Quarterback oh, slips fell down. down. Oh, 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 flag, and it is. It is. Oh my goodness, that's unfortunate. Yes. That's really unfortunate. That, there's no. That that just was not. That's really an unfortunate play. Caleb Stiefel had the hammer pulled back and couldn't stop. Yeah, could I know he? it. He he <laughs> he pulled the trigger and uh, and couldn't get his finger inside the hammer. What happened on that play, folks? Uh, the quarterback went back to pass, slipped on the wet turf, and he kind of slowly went down. And Fort Payne was trying to rush in and grab and tackle him, but he hit the ground, and Fort Payne. 
put a shoulder into him on the ground, so that's going to be a personal foul on Fort Payne, 15 yards and a first down for Scottsboro. I mean, you'd like for your, your, your guy to pull up, but in that position, that's, that's one of the hardest thing to do. They were going low to make the time. I mean, that was a aggressive play, you know. Well, it looks like it's uh, – Oh, no, it, it's not. They it's not an automatic first down. It is not. Or at least they're asking. Now I'm sure that Scottsboro is wanting to know. And it was only a – I guess that was only a 10-yard penalty. I, okay, it wasn't a 10 -yard it must be a spot yard. foul. Yeah, it must have been a 10-yard 10 10 yard spot foul. It's going to be third down and four now, not a first down. Scottsboro is going to get caught here. They're going to have to call a play quick. It's third down and four. Coach Elmore was uh, pleading his case to that official about what happened with Caleb, and I know, you know, Caleb, that was a really that's a challenge to try to pull off of that. 20 seconds on the play clock, three and a half left in the first period, third and four for Scottsboro. You got a big tight end on that top side. Quarterback takes the ball in the center. He's going to throw it to the right to. side, and he throws it too low. Pass incomplete. Brings up fourth down. Yeah, they had an isolation on Connor Kinsley out there with a big tight end. I mean, he was a big boy. Ran a quick out on him and uh, had it open. Connor had to give him a cushion, and uh, he just couldn't get the ball to him, so fourth down. That's going to take uh, Brandon Oliver back to receive the punt from Scottsboro. Scottsboro's punter is, I have to find my numbers. Number 32. We have to search our it's numbers. A race. This is like Bible drill at, at Ponderosa. <laughs> 32 is Eli Sparks. He's a junior. Eli Sparks gets the ball, and there's a oh, flag no. on the play. His play is stopped. I hope that's Here. not Fort Payne. I don't think it would be if they stopped it, unless we jumped in the neutral zone quick. Here with three minutes and 13 seconds left in the first. That's a procedure penalty. Procedure against Scottsboro. They're going to back it up another five. Make after, it third, fourth and none. After watching these first two possessions, kind of what – Coach Bell said he didn't want to happen. Fort Payne's definitely winning the battle yeah. in the trenches on offense and defense right now. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if Fort Payne chose to receive. I imagine whatever they did, they were going to try to receive even if they won the toss. But they did what they needed to do, which was put the pressure back on this offense, and they get a stop on the first series. All right, Kip punts away. It's short. He's going to field it. Fair catch it. Fields the ball cleanly at the 40-yard line of Fort Payne. All right, with a little under three minutes left in the first period. They're going quick. They're going they're quick. They're going quick. We'll stay with them. They are. <laughs> we won't take a break. We'll stay here. But you are. But this is Fort Payne Wildcat football. And also, I just mentioned the band here. They got all their instruments. So if you want an instrument playing the band like they are, Patterson Music and Jewelry has them. They rent them. You can try them out. They have, also have a wide variety of accessories that you need for instruments like reeds, valve drumsticks, and guitar strings and more. Go see them at music, Patterson's Music and Jewelry and get uh, hooked up with some uh, musical instruments. They can join the band like one of my kids. All right, Fort Payne, hands off to Dubose, up the middle. Nice gains, looks like yep. about six yards, bro. Had, had a fake speed sweep to Marcus Ledford, um, which held those linebackers and, and, let, and Dubose up the middle for a good game. All right, Fort Payne. They're no no huddling right here. They do have a, they're going five wide. This is the second time yeah, we've seen it, Brian. Set, empty set on this. Three receivers near side, two on the far side. Barnes is in the shotgun by himself. Takes a snap. He's going to take the ball himself, run it up the middle. Does, gets about a yard gain on that one. Yeah, I think, That one didn't fool anybody, Brian. Yeah, I think he bobbled that a little bit, and it delayed him being able to – it was a little quarterback draw. And, uh, you know, you usually want to try to set – and get those those ends wide, and then you you beat the ends, and he didn't beat the ends up the middle, but I think it was because he bobbled the snap. All right, that's going to bring up 
third down and about a long two or three, third and three, a little under two minutes left here in the first period. Fort Payne, another tight formation. See if they can get the first down here. Barnes takes snap. He's going to keep it himself, trying to get outside. Scott Spurs reading. He does not. No, didn't make it. So Fort Payne did not get a first down. He's going to bring out fourth, and I don't think he had any gain on that one. Now he's spotting. The way he's spotting, he lost two yards. He did. Is that right? Yeah, he I, think he, I guess he did. So it was a loss of two yards. It's going to be fourth down. Ball on uh, Fort Payne's 45. Dax Varnador in, I would expect here. Uh, this, uh, we know this what this be, is. It's going to be a quick kick, I would imagine. Yes. They're going to try to pull them off sides. Varnador backs up for a quick pick. Now they're going to, now they're going to, Swiss Squirrel's going to switch their receiver back. Varnador nice gets kick. a nice, nice kick. kick. Really back nice to the kick. 15 yard line, rolls to the 10. Very rolls nice. Rolls to the 8 yard line. Very nice, Dax. All right, with a minute 30, Dax Varnador gets a nice little pooch kick. So Scottsboro will have the ball to 8. We'll take a break here. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. That was it. That was it. and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania, and Scottsdale. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service. Quarter, it looks, I think it was a quarterback keeper. He didn't gain much. I don't think anything at all. Yeah, very little, if any. Bennett Blanks played that play to a T right Did he? there. Yeah. So that's going to bring second and 10. They're showing no gain on that play. Scott Spurrow going to get the, has the ball at their own eight yard line. I've heard a lot of the, the kids talk about Bennett as, and they use the term freak. He's a real freak athlete. He's got just a lot of skills for a guy that's that size. 52 seconds left in the first quarter. Quarterback throws it off to receiver near side. They try to get, tries to turn it up, but Fort Payne sniffs it out and knocks him out of bounds. That'll stop the clock with 42 seconds left and bring up third down and long. Looks like a long six. Yes, I apologize. I brought my basketball timing <laughs> in. It's not periods in football, it's quarters. Yeah. I apologize to our listeners. I'll call innings here in a little bit. I do That's have right. baseball in me, so there could be some innings, pitcher changes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to bring up third and seven here, uh, Brian. 42 seconds left in the first. Yeah, let's see what kind of offense or kind of a play call that they go here. They got to, you'd think they were going to throw. He does. He's going to step back, throw it across. Got a receiver moving out. He's got, got some speed on him. He may have got that. It's going to be close, that far yeah, side. I think he got it. Yeah, he did. Yep, they're going to give him first down. So a little Wes Welker type that. He looked, he looked like a little Welker coming out of that backfield. So it's going to be first down at the 20 yard, at the Scottsboro 20-yard line for Scottsboro here with 25 seconds and counting left in the first quarter. Likely to be the final play of this first quarter. Clock. Uh, play clock is now moving. Takes the snap, hands off at the middle. Fort Payne sniffs that out and looks like maybe a one, two-yard gain. No, he, he's able to roll forward for a five-yard gain. All right, that's going to be end of the first. That's the end of the first quarter. 
Fort Payne leads six to nothing. This is Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. Bobby Ledbetter's always got inventory rolling in here. If you're in the market for a car, truck, van, or sport utility vehicle, we've got plenty to choose from. And don't forget, we now have two locations. We're at 1015 Galt Avenue South, right here in beautiful downtown Fort Payne. Or you can also travel to Gadsden. We're at 901 First Avenue in Gadsden, Alabama. Y'all need to come and see us for some great deals, great financing. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. Second quarter, Scottsboro has the ball at their 25-yard line with a second and five. Scottsboro has two receivers this time, Brian, each side. Yep, this is their base Their base look. They hand off. No, quarterback oh, they're going to pitch this in. one. They pitch this one to number Nice play by Bennett Blanks. Golly. Bennett's all over the place. That's a nice play by Bennett. <laughs> Boy, he ran that pitch down. Good night. That play loses yards. Loses a couple, maybe three yards. You like seeing guys like that. Boy, it looks like it looks like you've got, you know, no offense to anybody out there. It looks like you got a 10-year-old running around, and here comes a 15-year-old, and he goes, I'll go get him. It's um, going to bring up third and nine. Bennett just hawked that one down. That was a great play. Scottsboro now with three wides. One back behind the quarterback who's under center. He takes the ball. He's looking this side. Tried to yeah. do that same play again. Yep. In the flats, and Bennett was there. He made, he made him throw that wide because of the tight coverage that Bennett had on him. Nice play. Pass is incomplete. That's now fourth down and nine here with 11-15 to go in the second quarter. Yeah, that's what Dallas looked like when he was in high school. That's right. right there. He'd, he'd hawk them things. <laughs> seems, <laughs> seems like um, so far no deep threat with that quarterback. Everything they've been throwing is in the flats. Yeah. And, I mean, This is the kid that, that he was a freshman last year, and remember their starting quarterback got injured. He, I think separated his shoulder. And this kid came in. I want to say, I want to say, early in the in the first half or, or middle of the first half, and played the entire second half for Scottsboro and didn't look terrible then. Punts away. Oh no. Yep, we got a flag. Looks like we we'll probably may have roughing the kicker. Or let's say roughing or running into. I don't know. So, we'll see. Is they have that in high school rough again running into? I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I don't know. That wasn't much of a rough, I'll tell you that. I know for the guy. <laughs> it was a running into, but <laughs> but he fell hard enough that they might. Coach Elmore's pleading the case for five yards. 24-14 is trying to make his case. Usually they don't change their mind after the yellow has hit the ground. <laughs> Let's see what they're going to call here. Flag on play. Ball, <laughs> ball was down. Was Coach it, Elmore getting into it with the chain crew here? Looks like it there. I, I, got, I got my first question for next week's Coach Elmore interview. I, I think he was doing a little jawing with the chain gang for Scottsboro. Well, it looks like. Uh, what, what are we doing Four here? Four going to get the ball. Yeah, Four they're going to flip the, the field. Uh, they're going to set it down at the Scottsboro 49. I don't, I don't guess there was a penalty because the ball hasn't moved. Now, I, I think what they 
did was gave Fort Payne or with I guess the choice would be Scottsboro. You, on a five-yard penalty like that, you can take the penalty before the kick and re-kick or take the penalty after kick and just move it in whatever direction. And, I, and it looked like they were giving Coach Elmore the option and maybe Coach Bell saying, hang on. Here comes that's Coach my, Bell now. That's my choice, not theirs. Bell's coming out to midfield, hands in the air like he, like he does care. <laughs> Attaboy, Chris. Yeah, you know it. I'll take it. Well, we got 11 minutes here in the to go in the second quarter. Fort Payne leading 6-0 as they missed their PAT. Fort Payne defense has been able to hold Scottsboro. Let's see. Yeah. The referees are conferring in the right now, at They're going to go make them. Uh, they're going to kick again. Looks like looks like they're going to come back out to kick. So it looks like we're going to have a re-kick. That's what Brian said, they had the option. I guess he's choosing the option to re-kick. But generally speaking, unless it's a huge advantage, you don't want to re-kick because there's a lot more that can go wrong if you try to snap that ball again. It's true. Usually you don't do that on special teams. We'll just take this one to the house, right, Dallas? Might as well. We're getting, no way we can start out in bad field position. So. <laughs> oh, don't say that. That's the thing you don't say, Dallas. I'm, you? I say, you know, I'm sorry. I'm the, sorry. The jinx is not real. You don't, you, I, don't, I don't believe in mojo, but you don't ever take chances. I mean, the Joe. All right, our, uh, who's that back for Fort Payne? It should be Brandon Oliver. He did it all last year. So he's back at the Fort Payne 45 ready to receive the punt. They're going to move so the ball So now they're going to mark off the five yards and re-punt from here. They're going to mark off the five. That's going to bring up fourth and four. Yep. So there is a chance for a fake right here. You've got to keep your head on. So fourth down and four, 11 minutes left as the clock starts. Scottsboro set to punt. Hey, they are going to punt. High snap, ball's away. They did pick, get a better kick. But it's low. Yeah. They got about 10 more yards out of that one. So that, so that one paid off. So Fort Payne will start, looks like, on their 42-yard line, moving from our right to left here in this, with 10, a little under 11 minutes to go in the second quarter. Looks like Fort Payne's got their uh, their one offense out there. Don't see anybody else coming in. We're playing uh, tonight. We're on a natural. We can say that now because there's so many going artificial turf. But Scottsboro still has natural turf, and it held yep. together through the rain. Looks like not a lot of turf coming up as they're playing. I'd like to see them get some more touches to some of these uh, slot and wideout receivers. I know he's wanting to try to keep the ball on the ground and maybe run some clock. Man in motion. There Marshall you go. They hand it off. There's Ledford. To Ledford. Ledford bringing it near side. Ledford turns it up. First down, nice job, Marcus. Able to pick up a DeKalb fix it. First down, let's see if they give it to him. Uh, it's close. The line it? crew wants to move. I thought it was first, but uh, they may have to. Yeah, he's calling it. He's calling it They're first gonna down. They're going to call it first. So that's a DeKalb fix it first down on the first play. I like seeing the ball in his hands. Yeah, I, I really think. I, I'd love to see him well, get yep. 10 to 15 touches so a game. The ball now moves to the Scottsboro 48-yard line. Four, four wides for Fort Payne. DeBose is flanked to the left of Barnes. Barnes takes the ball. He's going to throw it near side. Quarterback, I mean, receiver catches it. Goes out of bounds at the 42-yard line. That's Brandon Oliver there. Pick up a six. Bring up second four with a little over 10 minutes left in the second quarter. Fort Payne again, no huddling. Three wide, three receivers far side from us. One near. DeBose flanks. Barnes to the right side. Barnes right side. Barnes in shotgun, takes the ball. Goes out for wide receiver screen, but yeah. Scottsboro read it, and he 
Can't escape the tackle. Fort Payne's going to lose some yardage on that one. Yeah. Skyler Cody's got shed that block and, and got to Nolan Fowler. That's Nolan's first touch tonight. And so I know Coach Elmore's trying to get uh, spread the ball out a little bit. It really, you know, Fort Payne seems to really be somewhat in control of this game early in, this, or in the middle of the second quarter, but it's only six to nothing. You'd like to see them move the ball. I mean, they are moving the ball, just get more points. It brings up third and six now from the Fort Payne, I mean, from the uh, Scottsboro 44. Barnes takes a snap, makes handoff to DeBose. Oh, my Receiver goodness. Receiver drops the ball. That was a very interesting design on that play. Uh, they, they had Nolan out here looking like a, a wide, wide receiver screen. Marcus looked like he was going in to crack on the linebacker, and instead of throwing it to Nolan, he just hit it to Marcus on a little slant. And, buddy, it was there. Uh, he might have, he with his talent, he might have scored on that right, one. That's going to set up fourth and six. Dax Varnador comes in, but he's going to step back to quick kick. Scottsboro gets a guy back there. Dax gets it away. Ooh, that was off the side of his foot, though. Shorter kick, and it's going to bounce back and take a oh, Scottsboro man. bounce. Yeah, he didn't do that one well, but I know we talked a little bit about McPherson field goal kicking, but how much is the difference flipping the field with him punting also from last year? I, I mean, know. Punting at average 55 yards, 50 yards. Yeah. I mean, booming punts. Well, Coach told me that uh, Kai Stolp was the starting punter, um, uh, and I'm not sure if there's just a, a reasoning behind that, maybe just wanting to get him acclimated to, to football and not letting him punt right now, but he's not punting the ball right now, so. I think both of our punts, though, have been on our side of the 50. So the, yeah. the, the early QK quarterback kicks have, have been a good decision. Yeah, and, I that, think. and that will set up the ability to go for it with Dax at quarterback, too. So he can line up and make people think they're going to do that and they're going to have to play a base defense. That's going to bring up first down for Scottsboro at their own 26 as they have two receivers right. Turns pitches out to number 16, and he is tackled maybe for a loss or no gain. Let's Kobe see. King on that play. Uh, looks like that's going to be maybe a yard loss. Let's see. Brings up second down. The line spotter. What do you call the guy with the number? Just the, the line guy. The chain gang? The chain gang. But does that guy not have a specific name? The one with the down, the down, no, down marker? Down marker. Oh, well, he didn't move, go. so it was no gain. So it's going to bring up second 10 with a little under nine minutes left in the second quarter. Scottsboro with one, one running back, one receiver near side. Man in motion, quarterback steps back to back pass. This time. Trying On the to screen, screen, nice play. Payne reads it. There he is, Bennett Blanks. That was a loss of three to four yards on that play. In the early lead for defensive player of the week with a quarter and a half of play. That was a loss of three. It's going to bring up third and 13, eight and a half left in the second quarter. Fort Payne leading six to nothing on a missed PAT. Fort Payne defense playing a really good game so far, not giving Scottsboro a whole lot. Yeah, the, the front guys are holding their own. Um, Jack Goggins, Kylan Tuberville, Will Patton, Luke Miller, and the linebackers. That's really freeing up the linebackers to make plays. Scottsboro two receivers, one far side, one near side. Man in motion again. Quarterback takes snap, pitches that man in motion. Fort Payne raises it and run it loss of yardage. That's Jack Goggins on that play. Great play by Jack. Read that, read that well and got out there and made the play. Fort Payne's reading that motion guy. Yep. That's another loss of one or two yards. See another, I'll see what they give it, loss of a yard. That's going to bring up fourth and 14 from Scottsboro's 24 as they're going to set up the punt. And Brandon Oliver will be back to receive the sophomore at his own 46. Let's see if we can have a 
either a return or a, I'll take a block punt. I'm always for yeah, a block I'm punt. I'm always for snapping it over his head when it's their punt. Low snap. It dribbles to him, but he does pick it up, kicks it away. Yeah, they're short. saying he's down, but he, they didn't call it. And it, that's a Scottsboro bounce to about the 40, 39-yard line. That's where it'll be down. So Scottsboro, I think Fort Payne will take the ball there. This is Fort Payne Wildcat. We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. tackle and but they not enough and Scottsboro looks like holds him for no game looks like they got good penetration on that one Brian yeah uh, Fort Payne is is trying to slowly start to loosen up the playbook been real run heavy with Caden first quarter and even into the second quarter they have started to throw and mix up a little bit trying to get it out to Nolan Fowler Brandon Oliver Marcus Ledford uh, a few times to uh, Skyler Cody. I, I'm imagining now that, that Coach Elmore is going to look to try to spread things out. They gave him a yard on the play, so it's second down and nine. Barnes himself follows blockers up the middle, gets That's through nice some tackles, guys. and first down. And he picks it. up to the cab, picks it first down with a little over six minutes to go in the second quarter. Just a little quarterback draw. It stood up like he was going to uh, 60 pass, which is just a five step drop. It stood, stood up for a half a second and then ran it up the middle. Four paint again, no huddle. Got four wide, two near side, two far side. DeBose flanks Barnes on his right side. Barnes in the shotgun. Six minutes to go in the second quarter. Ball on the 50-yard line. Barnes takes a snap, Oops, drops the ball, mm. nose falls on it. I couldn't tell what happened there. I think I think Jake just lost the handle on it. Well, I, I don't know if he lost the handle or if he was thinking about pulling it back. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't going to hand it off and look like he his hands come yeah, back. Yeah, he's 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 grabbing his hands like my hands are slippery or something. All right, do we get a timeout there? Is this a Yeah, this is a heat timeout. Heat timeout, what are we going to take? We can do 30. We're going to take a 30-second timeout with them. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Your friends at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. That they're both Wildcats, they're 30 minutes apart, they're both black and gold. Um, surely at some point somebody went, hey, what, what are y'all doing? <laughs> Trying to copy us? Hey, so somebody go to yellow gold. Everybody, everybody's <laughs> Vegas gold. That's if you right. Don't, and when I say Vegas gold, Vegas gold's more tan. Uh, you're familiar with the yellow gold, like the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Pittsburgh Steelers. They yep, have yellow, they're right. black and yellow gold. 
All right, Fort Payne with ball. Barnes hands off to Bose. Bose can't get anywhere, Nothing and they there. stop him at the line of scrimmage for no gain. It's going to bring up third and 13 with five and a half left in the second quarter. So Fort Payne seems to be stalling these last two series. Yeah, and they've not thrown anything uh, medium medium to long, so it'll be interesting if this, this is a – I don't know if they're going to try to maybe run a draw. Scottsboro looks as to be playing a really, really – Shallow defense. They're not. They're not trying to press anything. So, four wide. Barnes takes the ball, looking to throw. He does set up a screen. They get it to the Bose. The Bose falling his blockers. The Bose skips around, coming near side. Bose got a first down. Getting brought down from behind. He falls down, but he's able to make the decap fix it. First down at the 35-yard line. That, that's the that's the danger in playing that loose. Is uh, Scottsboro had six defensive backs or seven, really off the ball. Four down linemen. They let the linemen clear, and everybody was dropping and and. Jake was able to drop it into Caden for a screen, and he just made something happen out of nothing. Akins comes in for DuBose as Fort Payne has a tight, tight receiver set to the near side. They hand it off to Akins. Akins with the ball behind his blocker, puts his shoulder down, runs over a few, picks up about three yards on that play. Nice play, nice blocking in there. Silas Holmer, Jordan Wright, uh, Colton Shankles, those guys on that left side really making some movement there. Looks like they may give him four yards on that one. Four and a half left in the second quarter. Fort Payne leading six to nothing. I thought they would have been fortunate to get a yard there, and he ended up picking four. Second down and a long six, possibly. Barnes with the ball is going to step back, hand it to Aikens again. Same near size. Aikens put his head, puts his head down. Another three-yard game looks at three-yard gain. Let's see if I'm right on that one. It's going to bring up third and long, looks like a long two or two, two. Fort Payne fans really filled up this visitor sideline. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of Fort Payne Wildcats here. Traveled well today. Looks like we got another. We got another timeout here. Yeah, I think I think Scottsboro just took a straight up timeout. This All right, time. Scottsboro took a timeout here with uh, four minutes left to go in the second quarter. We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go. We are <clears throat> All right, we're back at Trammell Stadium in Scottsboro, Alabama. Fort Payne driving here with four minutes left to go in the second quarter, leading six to nothing. They are on the 30, Scottsboro 30-yard line with a third and two. This time they got two, two wide on the right side, two in close. Bennett Barnes. blanks at full at tailback. Barnes I would expect him to get the ball. He's going to hand it off to him. And he's going to put his nose down. And he's met for looks like no gain. That's going to bring up fourth down. Fourth down and two. All right, Brian, what do you do here, Ooh, Coach? This is interesting right here. I, I'm thinking they're probably going to go for this. I don't know that we're really – we could – I mean, I, I, the kickers have the leg to do this. But with the conditions and that missed extra point, I, Fort Payne's going to go for it. And the clock's ticking with three and a half with fourth and two here, leading six nothing. Yeah, you feel good about your defense in this spot if you don't get it. It's going to be uh, fourth and a long two, if not three. 
Barnes' shotgun. Oh, yep, they got the it. They got it. Got him to jump. Scottsboro gave it to him that time. All right, so that'll be first down for Payne. A DeKalb fix it first down the easy way. We'll call that the easy way. The easy way. As Scottsboro jump, five-yard penalty. That'll move the ball to the 22-yard line, looks like. Bennett's over here on the sideline stretching out a calf. He's don't want to see that this early in the game. But that is, that's what happened last year in the early games of the season. Is Are about three minutes left. Fort Payne on 22. Barnes, shotgun, takes the bout. Ball hands off to the Bose up the middle. Bose falls his block, squirts through. Still moving the pile, moving the pile, still moving the pile. Everybody's still moving. Nice they job. haven't got him down yet. Now he's down. They're going to call him down at the 15. That's close to the first down. That'll put him inside the Aikens red zone and possibly, let's see if we can call it. Now they're going to say second down and a long one, one and a half. So ball. Col nice. Colton Shankles comes out. I didn't see what was going on there. Right, it looks like the ball is at the 13 and a half yard line of Scottsboro. If he hurt his hand or something, maybe. I'm not sure. Anyway, Aaron Wright now in at center. Barnes flanked by Dubose left side. Barnes takes the ball himself. He's going to sweep left, trying to cut it up the middle. He does. Nice gain, and he gets a DeKalb fix it first down and a first and goal for Fort Payne. You know, it's, it's, I'll say it again, Chris. <clears throat> to be as dominant as Fort Payne has been in this pretty much this entire game, Scottsboro has not moved the ball very well. We're only 6 nothing. Yeah. It's kind of surprising. Two minutes left in the second quarter. Barnes under center. He's going to hand off to. Uh, there it is. Nice one. Touchdown. Touch, uh, Did he get it? Yep. Touchdown for Payne. The old late signal. Yeah. <laughs> he did carry some Scottsboro guys with him, so they were on top of him. So I, they had to wait and make sure he crossed the line. Looks like Fort Payne's going to go for two here. They're going to try to. They're going to try to go for two so they can get the score back. Get the score to 14 with two minutes left in the second quarter. It looks like Bennett's not at the point now where he's going to come out of the game, but he definitely is feeling a little bit of the uh, hydration problem tonight. All right, Jake Barnes is going to go to center. Two receivers right, two in left. Man in motion. Oh, Fort oh, Payne's going to move. Man. That's going to be moving on Fort Payne. Back us up five yards. Now they're going to try the extra point. Now the kicking team will come back out, or the extra point team. Connor Hughes again in. Hopefully they corrected that mistake. I saw the snapper in the holder um, working on the sideline. Minute 56 left in the second quarter as Fort Payne sets up for the point after attempt now. Now they had to back up five, leading 12 to nothing over Scottsboro. All important point after. Ball snap, hold, kick, and That's it looks, it. looks, looks good. good. Great job, Connor. Good job, bud. All right, we'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies in Fort Payne, Sylvania, and Scottsdale. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service. 
Fort Payne leading 13-0 now with two minutes, a little under two minutes left in the second quarter. Fort Payne set to kick off from their 40-yard line. And there's oh. a kick. It's a low squib yeah, kick. He slipped on that off one. <laughs> Kai lost his there, – there was a loss of footing there. He slid right through that. I've done that before. Both teams slid on that one. Kicker slid and the receiver bounced off his shin. Yeah, fortunately, the result was actually better than a touchback. He's on the 19-yard yeah, line. He is on the 19 or 18 and a half. Let's see where he goes and marks that. I'm going 18 and a half, Ron. You know, I like the half yardage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they need to put it on a white mark. Your, you know? your, your precision <laughs> is amazing, Chris. Uh, I've not been known for my precision, <laughs> but I'll take it. All right, Scott Spur with the ball now on, I'm going to say the 17-yard uh, line. They're on 17-yard line. Two receivers wide, one in the one, in, one running back in the backfield. Man in motion, quarterback hands off. No, he keeps, keeps it. it. That's the first time I've seen up. him keep it. But. And they're going to give us a, I think that's going to be a. Yeah, we, we ran that play at, I think that was in a midline option. We ran that at Opelika, or it was a veer, inside veer, where you just slide open, uh, similar to what Fort Payne ran when, when, head, when Jerry Elmore was here, uh, reading that tackle, reading that, that, that uh, two-eye, seeing what he does, and apparently he folded down on the running back, quarterback pulls and tries to replace, and a nice play by Luke Miller. Minute 10 left in the first quarter, second quarter. They gave him about a, almost a yard. We bring up second down and a long nine. Man in motion. Hands, uh, quarterback keeps and pitches. They got a seam. Yeah, I got one he there. He's getting outside. Next move, steps out of bounds. But he does pick up a first down at the 34-yard line. Yeah, they hit that one all, all right. Uh, corner, corner's job's come up to make the play turn inside. And um, I'm not sure whose responsibility that was, but they missed that one. All right, with a minute left, first and 10 for Scottsboro at their 34-yard line. It's Fort Payne leading 13-0 here in the first half of the first game of this 2022 season. Quarterback had to get his hands dried off, barred the running back's towel on that one. Yeah. Quarterback under center. Two, three receivers this time for Scottsboro. Looks like he's going to step back to throw. Fort Payne Putting pressure, him. putting pressure. He rolls over this way. He's able to get to the sideline. It'll stop the clock with 52 yeah. seconds left. Four paint in real good coverage deep. They just ran, looked like four verticals or three verticals and nothing there. Maybe they're trying to slide somebody underneath that route. But Looked like a two-yard gain on that one, so it's going to bring up second and six. Notice that Bennett Blank is not in the game, so uh, I think maybe they're just saying let's be cautious right here with with cramps, we're going to need you in that third quarter, so take a break. So Scottsboro has ball at the 38-yard line. That's given Caden, uh, Caleb Stiefel some snaps. Two receivers wide, man in motion, quarterback he keeps, keeps it. it, and he's going to put it. He's Nobody's got some there. Running room there. Room. He's able to get out to almost the 50, makes it to the 49, first down for Scottsboro. 45 seconds left in the quarter. And just Bye. like that, here comes Bennett Blanks. <laughs> never mind, never mind, you don't get a rest. Uh, Scottsboro is going to call a timeout. Scott Squirrel is going to call a timeout. We'll, we'll stay here with it because we're almost here at the end of the half. 45 seconds left. Scott Squirrel getting a little, getting a little momentum here. I, right I got to believe, I got to believe that has a lot to do with Bennett being out of the game, and he's been the ball hawk in this first half. So, um, 
What do you what do you see that's working right here for them? Well, they 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 pulled the ball and not give it to the tailback, which in, in the film that I watched on them, it was mostly give all the time. But I think the team they played last week in the Jamboree, you know, the quarterback's job is to read it. And if the read is give it to the guy, then you give it to the guy every single time. And that's what ended up happening. Now Fort Payne's folded. Fort Payne has been folding down on that and taking the running back, which is causing the quarterback to pull and leaving the pitch and the quarterback uh, a vulnerability for that defense. And so Bennett's now back in. He's been the guy hawking down that spot. So it'll be interesting to see. Well, if, you're, if you remember Cam Newton from Auburn, that was his specialty, was yes. to take that pitch and then turn it up. Yep. All right, so. that's going to bring up first and 10, Brian, with 45 seconds. Fort Payne leading 13 up, and Scottsboro has the ball at their 49. Moving from our left to our right. Man in motion again. Quarterback pitches. He reverses course. Drops oh, the ball. on the ground. That's going to be a big loss of yardage. Yeah, I, I, I think in that spot, Scottsboro got a little bit cute with trying to, uh, thinking that Fort Payne was going to overreact because of the last two plays and tried to go backside with that and just and bad pitch. Clock's running 25 seconds. Scottsboro now has the ball at the 43-yard line, and the, and the receiver falls down with a flag on the play. Yeah, they, they jumped a little bit there. I don't think this Scottsboro's offense is, is built for, you know, 70, 60 yards in 21 seconds. But stranger things have happened. Yep, so they'll have the ball with that penalty. Back, they're going to back it up to the 38-yard lines. So that's another loss that's going to be a huge loss. That's going to bring up second down and 20 with two, two, 21 seconds left. Here in the second quarter, Scottsboro three wides, running back behind the quarterback, quarterback under center. Man in motion again. He's going to hand it off to the running back. No, he's going to – did he keep it? No, he gave it. Yeah, that's that's going to be it. Yeah, that will be it. It's time – nope, time's going to stop. Got a timeout here with seven seconds. Okay, so they did call a timeout. Did call a timeout. Scottsboro trying to make us stay here all night. <laughs> Which at this point, it feels good enough. I don't mind it. Right, Miss Holly? Well, anytime you can get the first half over before eight, you're doing good. Got our support staff behind us, Miss Holly and Mr. Jamie, keeping us in line, making sure I'm saying what I need to say. Yeah. For those that uh, <laughs> saw the technical difficulties other, earlier, that r heavy rain we had poured into the press box and shut FPTV down. So if you've just been listening to audio during that time, I think they're back up and running now, but they had to go to, <laughs> had to, go to Walmart and buy another TV here in Scottsboro to get our video back. That, that heavy rain rained in on the uh, television set that they used to queue up everything with and, and to run and manage their production side. And yeah, we haven't talked about it earlier. You can, you can, if you're listening to us on the radio, we're on WZOB 100.9 FM, 1250 AM. But you can also, if you have the FPTV app, you can see what we're calling live and hear our wonderful voices as we Amen. call this game. Amen. Seven and a half, seven seconds left in the quarter, third in a long 18. They basically need to score a High touchdown snap. here. Quarterback There's, being chased. Oh, man. Fort Payne Carter missed the sack, him. pushed it forward. Incomplete pass. That'll stop the clock. That'll time will run out. That'll be halftime. Fort Payne leads 13 to nothing. You are listening to Fort Payne Wildcat football.
Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. Bobby Ledbetter's always got inventory rolling in here. If you're in the market for a car, truck, van, or sport utility vehicle, we've got plenty to choose from. And don't forget, we now have two locations. We're at 1015 Galt Avenue South, right here in beautiful downtown Fort Payne. Or you can also travel to Gadsden. We're at 901 First Avenue in Gadsden, Alabama. Y'all need to come and see us for some great deals, great financing. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of products. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania, and Scottsdale. Builder Supply reaches all of our area teams in great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service. execution by our players but uh, we got we got to do a better job of finishing drives and getting more points yeah like, like you said in your interview we talked to you earlier uh, every possession is critical in this mm -hmm. game especially with us maybe running the ball a little more than normal and then being a run heavy offense you're not gonna get that many possessions in yeah this game. and I, you know I maybe got too concerned the fields wet and damp and slick and I just was trying to keep us in good situations and we probably didn't throw it as much as we should have but when we did throw it we, th we threw it well so we need to we need to uh, come back to that because we're able to throw the ball. Just the, the wet field and the rain right before the game kind of uh, got me a little little bit nervous on that. But we got to come back and do what we do and, and like you said, uh, finishing drives. All right, I appreciate it, Coach. Good luck right, in the second thanks, half. Guys. Thanks. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go the Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of products. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania, and Scottsdale. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service. 
friends at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. Bobby Ledbetter's always got inventory rolling in here. If you're in the market for a car, truck, van, or sport utility vehicle, we've got plenty to choose from. And don't forget, we now have two locations. We're at 1015 Galt Avenue South, right here in beautiful downtown Fort Payne. Or you can also travel to Gadsden. We're at 901 First Avenue in Gadsden, Alabama. Y'all need to come and see us for some great deals, great financing. We'll be looking forward to seeing you.
set to do uh, our stay back here with uh, FP TV and uh, actually FP drones now, baby. Uh, we're, fly we're flying around. Isabel, what are you doing over there? Come over here, Isabel. Isabel's a little bit on the bashful side. Uh, we started a drone program this year, and uh, it's been great so far. I've already had, I'm sorry, I got my hat turned backwards from wearing a headset. There we go. Uh, we uh, have got one student that's already earned his FAA uh, Part 107C drone license. These guys are working on theirs. They've been flying drones with me tonight. Uh, Karma here, talk a little bit about uh, what we've been doing this week. What all have we been filming this week? We've been filming pra practices for football, and we've been filming games. Okay, so we've went uh, pretty much every day and filmed uh, football practice. And Frankie is doing drones, but Frankie also is doing video editing and some other things that I'll talk to him about in a minute. Isabel, what, what have you been filming this week? I've been filming football practices and football games. And that's about it. I do enjoy it. Okay. And one of the things I was going to say about Frankie, Frankie is also in photography. Frankie has actually started his own video production business in Fort Payne. So talk about it a little, Frankie. Yes, sir. So I decided to start a business. Um, this class, I really fell in love with doing a lot of editing, doing a lot of photography, taking pictures, especially doing a lot more in sports videography. I like editing, you know, just doing a whole lot of effects. I just like watching the enjoyment, doing, putting in a whole lot of time and doing it. And also about the drone that you said that we have started. I am very thankful that we have started that class as well. So I am ready to get certified in the Part 107 license for drones. So getting a Part 107C, that's kind of like getting a recreational pilot's license. A lot of what you're studying is about aircraft, right? Yes, sir. It is a lot about aircraft. You know, we just started not too long ago because school has recently started, you know. And so far what I have learned is on how the airplanes can be, it has to be flown at a certain level and the flight of attack has to be at a certain level, you know, because if you do it wrong, there could be some bad problems about it. And, who knows what could really happen, but you could lose control if you really lose control of it and stuff like that, you know? Hey, you want to plug your business? What's the name of your business? Yes, sir. My name of my business is Modern Visual Productions. And actually, if y'all tune in on Facebook over here with Mr. Black, FPTV homepage, I actually created an announcement for us about telling us to come over here at the stadium in Scottsboro that we're, who we're playing against. And actually, we're about 12 and 0, if I'm not wrong, but, you know, Let's go Wildcats and hope we win out with this perfect W. Absolutely. Hey, thank y'all guys. We're going to go to just a short break, and then we're going to come back, and I got a very special guest that I'm going to bring on, okay? Hey, folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. Bobby Ledbetter's always got inventory rolling in here. If you're in the market for a car, break. truck, van, or sport utility vehicle, we've got plenty to choose from. And don't forget, we now have two locations. We're at 1015 Galt Avenue South right here in beautiful downtown Fort Payne. Or you can also travel to Gadsden. We're at 901 First Avenue in Gadsden, Alabama. Y'all need to come and see us for some great deals, great financing. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. We're back here at the field at Scottsboro at Meadows Morris Field, I think is what it's called, Meadows Morris Field. Uh, anyway, we're in Scottsboro. 
and uh, right now the Wildcats are leading our Wildcats, the Wildcats. So, Wildcats. <laughs> you, no, I mean like the Wildcats. The Wildcats. Yeah. So I'm very happy about that. Uh, I have a former student that was a student of mine when I began the AB class, uh, Camden. So Camden, talk a little bit. Talk a little bit about what? Um, I'm Camden. I started in Mr. Black's class in, what was it, 2015, I want to say? That was it? And I stayed with him all throughout high school, all throughout, really, everything. I learned a lot <laughs> um, from Mr. Black. And every semester I was like, Mr. Black, I want to be in your class, whether it be a TA or, like, actually in your class. And that's always how it worked out. Um, there was one semester, I think, that I wasn't, but I would always come down during homeroom, I think, all, all the time. Um, I was, I did a lot of interviews. I did sponsor spotlight when it first started, when uh, scoreboards first started. Oh man, that was a long time ago. I feel so old now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I miss it a lot, a lot. Hey, so what are you doing now? What are you doing now? I am in the nursing program at Northeast. I just passed my third semester. Very good. So I can sit now for my NCLEX LPN. Um, other than that, I'm not doing much of anything. <laughs> like I work, but other than that. Well, that sounds like a lot. Uh, <laughs> Well, Camden, I am glad that you stopped by. I'm glad that you let me know that you was here, and uh, I'm glad that you're doing well, okay? How are you, Mr. Black? I'm doing very good. I'm actually going on a bike race uh, tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. How long is it? 355 miles. Uh, it's like mountain mountain biking, so it'll take me about five days. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. So it's. Yes, I, I actually uh, am. I don't know if I should have said that on the stream. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Y'all know, know nothing. <laughs> so y'all are used to me doing crazy things. So, I mean, y'all understand my mentality. Did you bike the Grand Canyon this summer? I did not get to go to the Grand Canyon this summer. Uh, I just did a lot of training rides. Mm -hmm. The last time we went to the Grand Canyon was 2019. So I'm really wanting to go back again. Uh, and maybe... Maybe next year. So, anyway. Hey, it was so good to see you. And, uh, guys, we'll be back in just a minute. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go the Times Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area.
Welcome back. Here we are at Trammell's Stadium. Wild, home of the Wildcats. Scottsboro Wildcats tonight, not the Fort Payne Wildcats. As we are winding down halftime, two, a little over two minutes to go as the teams are walking back on the field to kind of stretch and get ready for the second half as Fort Payne leads 13 to nothing. Coach, uh, coach. Uh, color man Brian Northcutt is back in back in the box with me. Yeah, had to do some hobnobbing down there <laughs> amongst the folks. Yeah, he was he was shaking hands and hugging back, kissing babies. I'll tell you what. Last year I'd go down there and sit with my wife, and I would see a couple of folks that I went to high school with. You accept a youth minister's position, you're gonna start meeting a whole bunch more folks, <laughs> and you're getting stopped every five feet to talk. So it took me this entire half to get to the restroom and back. So. Well, speak, speaking of that, a uh, little my history, I uh, actually worked at a Toys R Us at Christmas. Oh, that's fun. So talking about not being able to make it from one end of the store to the other at Christmas time. <laughs> hey, can you tell me where this toy is, where this toy is? I can't find this toy. Oh, man. I just want to go across the store. Please, please let me walk. Yes, yes. All right, so, yes, there is a big crowd out here, as uh, Brian was saying. There's a lot of people here, a nice size crowd for Fort Payne. Do they use, uh, you know, I haven't been to a lot of away games. We travel yeah, like Fort this Yeah, Fort Payne travels well. They, they a lot of uh, real good support within the community, and uh, that's one of the things that makes Fort Payne a real special place. So, um, people out there enjoying this meeting, seeing everybody from around town. You know, the one thing I am going to enjoy, Miss Holly and Mr. Jamie, is after this, I don't have to do a show till 11 o'clock. That's right. I'm so happy. <laughs> I did a show last year, the, uh, what did we call that? It was a, it was a scoreboard show. Uh, my wife joined me for that to keep me company, and we would talk, we talked food a lot. I talked a lot of food. I talked to. Uh, we can talk food if you want to do that in the middle I, of the game. I'm, I've, I've kind of brought it up on some of my. Press you, box uh, food of the week. If you listen like to the, 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 the DC tailgate show, yeah. I mentioned a little bit of it, of concessions and um, what's your favorite concessions when you go to games. My dad, I mean, that's when my dad is gone, that's what I always remember is having. He always had uh, raw peanuts. We had to have raw peanuts and a Coke. Is that right? Whatever sporting, it could be golf. We had to chew on raw peanuts and drink a cup. <laughs> I mean, it was, yeah, I could count on the game. I was getting, I was getting peanuts if they sold them. Yeah. That or popcorn. Well, really, uh, Fort Payne so far tonight, Chris, I, I thought has looked um, pretty solid. Um, I, I don't see anything major, uh, deficit-wise, uh, an inexperienced offensive line, relatively inexperienced offensive line. Uh, has has been pretty stout against an albeit younger uh, defensive line, a defensive front for Scottsboro. Jake Barnes has managed the game well. Made some made a few few mistakes. Uh, dropped a snap, bumbled a snap. Pass was a little bit short, but overall has managed the game very well. Well, Dubose has looked good running yeah. running around the tackle, squeezing through and snaking through that sticking through the line and those arm tackles. Yeah. So in the, in the defense, other than a few plays right there towards the end of the half when Bennett Blanks was out, and Fort Payne rectified that quickly by putting him back in, um, they have, uh, the defense has done a, a jam-up job just containing this, this run-heavy uh, Scottsboro offense. So I, I'm, I'm expecting that there will be some minor adjustments. I know that I'm sure Coach Elmore would like to get the ball spread out some maybe in the second half and get some of these uh, – uh, newer, inexperienced wide receivers, uh, or even Marcus Ledford, who's an experienced wide receiver, some more touches in the second half. So, and the offense that they run, Scottsboro runs, is that deception of uh, the option, the 
Quarterback snaps the ball and he has the option to uh, hand it off to the running back coming to his left or right or then take it himself and move down the line with another running back out in front of him. He can yeah. pitch it or take it himself, almost like the old, the old wishbone. Yeah, it's very similar to what Navy runs, what Georgia Tech ran under Paul Johnson, uh, which I guess is what Navy ran under Paul Johnson at one time. So a double wing, double split, and um, just trying to attack, really make you play sound fundamental football in that every gap needs to be covered and, uh, and, and every position needs to be covered. And it looks, what, what's amazing just watching it on TV is it doesn't look all that uh, elaborate. But if you're not in position and you get out leveraged, it can get real ugly real fast, and, and they can just rip you apart without, uh, without much effort. And so you can, you can see some progress. Um, I, think, I, I think the wet field conditions have somewhat uh, stymied Fort Payne's ability to kind of do everything. But, of course, I know Coach Elmore is not going to use that as an excuse. And, um, well, we haven't we seen some... a lot of vertical no. from, from either team. Yeah, not, not a lot of attacking – uh, downfield, um, you know, in that in that jamboree last week, saw that long pass to Skylar Cody. He hadn't tried to, but but having said that, Fort, I mean uh, Scottsboro plays a two deep uh, safety look, kind of a what I we always called a cover four, which meant the corners didn't play a true flat. They would drop. I know I'm talking a lot of football lingo here. Sorry about that. I'm getting into my coaching mindset. But basically, the cornerbacks are going to play at about a five to seven yard but they're not going to stay in that spot and rely on safety help. They're going to drop with that receiver until they see a second route come underneath them, and then they're going to let that receiver go and know that they've got a safety behind them for help. So All it's right. a cover four look, but it's a four deep, which means you have to run the ball. I mean, right. if, if they're going to stay in a two shell, which is too high safety, you've got to run the ball. Right. All right, that was the buzzer as the signal halftime to, to begin. Both teams out on the field. Scottsboro will be receiving the second half kickoff. Fort Payne leading 13 to nothing. Scottsboro going from our left to our right. I got to learn uh, Mr. Brian's uh, hand signals. Yeah, I got to give hand signals. He's giving so. me hand signals where y'all can't see them, so <laughs> we'll get them straight. And there's the kickoff. It looks like another good one. He's going to receive the ball at the five. Right now, he's at the 20. He's at the 25 to 30. He's getting around the far side, out to the 40. And he's tackled out of bounds. Nice return for Scottsboro about the 41-yard line. Thomas Rackler, that's that little... That little wide, that little slot receiver that was catching those uh, uh, flat routes earlier in the game. Really quick, fast kid off the off the get-go. They're going to give him the, you know, I like it, the 41 and a half possibly. Now let's say no, they're going to mark it back at the 40. So it'll be first and 10 at Scottsboro's 40. Bennett Blanks in the game for the start of the second half. 13 to nothing Fort Payne as we get started here the second half of this opener for both Scottsboro and Fort Payne. Scottsboro with two wides running back in the backfield. Man in motion again, hands it off to him running back up the middle, but he stopped quickly by the Fort Payne lineman. What Coach Elmore told us in our weekly meeting was um, they're going to, you've got two high, Fort Payne's got two high safeties here, which is Alex Akins and Kobe Keene. And so as the play is developing, if that play side safety sees run coming his side, he's dropping down to help with that pitch man. The other safety's rolling back to be the third, middle third, and they're just kind of playing that to give some help on that run. And Coach Elmore said as long as the corners can take those uh, wide outs away and don't have to help, those safeties are going to help manage that run game. Brings up second down and eight for Scottsboro. Quarterback pitches out 
Runs the side, gets through a couple defenders. And that's that nice right hit. there. That was that was perfect illustration of that. Uh, pitch man, um, Alex comes out, takes the block on, which makes the running back run back inside. Waiting for there was Kobe King. That was a pretty decent pickup. You don't want your safeties making a lot of plays, but it certainly could have been a lot worse than that. Uh, nice pickup there. It's going to give them third and three. Give them a, sh a short field, short uh, measure, short down. Ah, there you go. You got to keep three. running. Third and three. With start, start further back when you're running up that. <laughs> Maybe uh, you can make it over the ditch. Ten and a half left in the third <laughs> quarter. It's a good thing we're good friends and understand That's each other. That's right. We can rag on each other a lot. All right, Scottsboro with the ball. Quarterback takes snap. He pitches up number 16. There's Bennett Blanks. Bennett Blanks tackles him for uh, no gain or just a little bit of loss. It's going to bring up fourth down and four. Let's see what right. Scott Spurs going to do yeah, here, Brian. Bennett is just such a key. He's just such a key player in this defense. He is reading. He's reading those pitches. Yeah. Young, young defensive lineman. Will, uh, Will Patton played some in reserve role last year and really as a defensive end, uh, but Hayden Presley not available tonight, uh, or at least hasn't been in. I don't even know that he's dressed out. I haven't seen him on the sideline. Well, the board's saying fourth and three, but it's it's got to be a lot. looks like fourth and four to me. No, I do see Hayden. He's down there. They changed it fourth and four. Scott is showing punt, and the whistle blows. They call a timeout? Let's see if Fort Payne called a timeout here. Maybe a delay a game. No, they're calling flag. It is a delay a game on Scottsboro. That's going to back them up five, so the, yeah. threat, the threat of catching them jumping is over. Yep. <clears throat> you have to um, – Think about if when Hayden Presley gets back up to game speed, having him him in there, which kicks Will Patton out to that defensive end spot, which he's used to playing. Uh, and then you're going to have Bennett Blanks behind him and Carter Tinker developing as a sophomore. It's got a really strong chance to be a really good defense. Scott Spurpon puts a high one. Goes up fair catch it at the 39-yard line, or 34-yard line. All right, with nine and a half left to go in the third quarter, Fort Payne leading 30, 13 to nothing. This is why well, we're going to stay here, actually, because they are we are learning that they come out and have, snap the ball real quick. Coach Sorry, El, guys. Coach Elmore's serious about play calls. He he's, does not he's want, he does let's not, get rolling. He doesn't want a commercial. Let's just get be, to That's going to be my second question. He doesn't question. want a commercial. That's going to be my second question. Can we get a commercial, Coach Elmore? Yes. <laughs> so Fort Payne has the ball. We're just going to go straight into it. There's no delay here. He wants to get it underway. Nine and a half to go in the third quarter. Ball on the... 33, they hand off to Bose. He runs near side. He's got him some room. See if he can turn around the corner. Puts his shoulder down. Oh, man. Helmets come flying. Man. It's going to pick up about, looks like, seven yeah, think, or eight. I think this guy's not he here may, with he us. May, yeah, he, he got a little bit of a bell rung there. And they're having to call a timeout. I don't know if he's looking for somebody, something. Somebody needs to get on him. Somebody needs to grab him. He got that bell rung. Somebody needs to stay with him. He got hit, and he's, he looks a little dazed. Number 84 for Scottsboro. He's over yeah, here on their they, side kind of wobbling around. I, but I they, think they thought that the officials may initially thought there was some going back and forth there, but they were just trying to grab him to keep him from falling because he, he looked like he was teetering there for a second. All right, we're gonna, they're going to attend to him. We'll take a 30-second uh, while they attend to him and, and see if he's okay. This is Fort, this is Fort Payne Wildcat football.
Your friends at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! Back is uh, number 84 for Scottsboro is being escorted back to the back to the you know the locker room. A little scary moment. I think there's probably a concussion protocol. Would you say? Yeah, he he definitely had his bell rung. Caden on the end of that play instead of just sliding out of bounds, which I think he's probably developed a knack for. He just lowered his head on that kid and, and unfortunately hurt him. Barnes taking the ball. He's going down the seam. He's got him. Nolan Fowler. Nolan Fowler makes a move, trying to outrun him, and they tackle him down at the 21-yard line. Nice game for Fort Payne. Had that fake, that's what we would call a smoke screen. Nolan goes out looking like he's blocking for a little wide receiver screen, but instead of throwing the screen, they kind of pump fake that, which leaves Nolan down the seam. And Jake hit him in stride. Nice pass by Jake. Nice run, nice run after catch. All right, that's going to put Fort Payne at the 21 with a little under nine minutes to go in the third quarter, leading 13 to nothing. Takes a snap, hands off to Bose. DeBose weaves through traffic. Still on his feet, still running, still running. Wow. Picks up a hard five or six yards on that one. A flag is thrown on play. Not sure if there's a little extra there, a little mustard on that. I, I, don't, I didn't see the end of that play, so I don't know who who was the last. Uh, the flag was the thrown last, after he went out of bounds. Yeah, the last tap for the tit. What you miss, not not being here, is when the when the number 84 was injured for Scottsboro. You, the concern of all fans because he was he was wobbling. It was like he was out of it, out of it, and. Nobody really knew what was going on, and like the fans were even like, "Hey, somebody's got to get to this kid. Yeah, something something doesn't look right." Yeah, so it's good to see that everybody. It doesn't matter who you play for; everybody's concerned for the health yeah. of players. Because in a in a region score for us, Decatur's leading May Jemison, uh, twenty-one to nothing early. Uh, I guess halftime by now. All right, so that's going to be a first and ten. Let's see where they're going to put the ball. That's going to put the ball inside the Aikens red zone and give us a DeKalb fix at first down. Which I missed that last first down. That was two DeKalb fix at first downs. So you, we're, know, you, you look at this offensive line, Colton Shankles was a tackle last year and moved down uh, to center, and uh, Andrew Barclay was a guard. Now he's out at tackle. First to go to eight. Barnes hands off to Bose. Bose right through the middle. Touchdown for Payne. Eight and a half minutes to go. DeBose looked like he's almost untouched. Yeah, basically. Into the end zone from the eight-yard line. Now comes the kicker. Is this a different kicker or the same one? No, this is Connor. They're going to stay okay. with him. Dahlin poured an extra point. I think I remember Coach Elmore saying that, you know, if the longer field goal, if they want to try that, then Kai, then Kai Stolt will probably take those, and Connor's going to take all the short stuff, at least initially. Snap, hold, down, kick is up. Get it. And it is good. All right, with eight and a half left in the third quarter, Fort Payne leading 20 to nothing. This will take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Build a supply company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies 
locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania, and Scottsdale. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for and service. Welcome back to Trammell Stadium in Scottsboro, Alabama. Fort Payne now leading 20 to nothing with eight and a half to go in third as we kick it off. Nice line drive kick received at the seven yard line, running back out to the 20. He's got a hole, 35, got loose, but Fort Payne's gonna get him down. Another great return down to the 43 yard line. Yeah, uh, you can tell that they've hadn't returned. To, uh, Fort Payne hasn't had to cover a kickoff in 13 years, as we mentioned <laughs> last week, because of McPherson's. Years. So uh, trying to tighten that up, they'll have to go back and look at the film and clean up some of those gaps. That's going to set up Scottsboro now at their own 43-yard line, first and 10 with eight and a half left in the third quarter. Let's see if uh, Fort Payne can continue their uh, dominance on defense and see what Scottsboro has in mind now, see if they can move the ball. they got one receiver far side running back behind the quarterback. He's under center. Man in motion again, 16. They pull, give it to the big running back. It's a nice gain on that one, about six. Yeah, I think the read, the, the, the tackle that's supposed to close down on that slipped and didn't make it, so the quarterback gave it to the fullback. They're going to give him eight on that run, so it's going to bring up second and two. Eight minutes left in the third. Ball is now on the Fort, has crossed midfields on the Fort, the Fort Payne 49-yard line. Again, same set for Scottsboro. One receiver away from us. The big, big tailback behind the quarterback. He takes the ball again, hands it off. Fort Payne yeah. stops him this time. Yeah, that time he stood and squared him up. I don't know if that was a predetermined give, but uh, looked like maybe Lucas Talent or Will Patton. Not sure who made that tackle. Maybe Colin Tuberville. One but he was squared up as soon as the quarterback opened up. Tackle was right there. One-yard gain. It's going to be a long one with third down, seven and a half to go on the Fort Payne 48-yard line to see if they can pick it, see if Fort Payne can stop them here with that, that short one yard. I see Parker Wilson in at defensive end now. Same set again for Scottsboro. Quarterback takes the ball, hands off again to the big, big tailback, and they do they give him the first down. They get it, yeah. It gets down to the 45-yard line, first down for Scottsboro. Fort Payne playing a few twos now. Lucas Talent out there, Parker Wilson, defensive end. Now, um, Kilgore, forgot his first name. Come on, Brian. Cade, is that right? As we Caden, look, Caden Kilgore. We look Sorry. up the name, that's okay. Caden Sorry, Kilgore. Carl and Judy. Got your grandson's name wrong. 6.30 left in the third. Again, man in motion. They again hand it off to no, the quarterback's going to keep it. Gets him some room and gets around the end. Nice gain on the play by Scottsboro. Brings up second down in about five. Yeah, that's uh, Kobe King again. They're rolling those safeties. So whatever safety is play side. Uh, in fact, Josh Dixon and I are going to use that uh, strategy in our flag football team Tuesday. Play two safeties, roll one down, and let one fold over top. So He picked up six on the play, so that's actually going to be You're not going to give me anything on that, Chris? No. That's a great strategy. It is a great it's strategy. It's working right here for Fort Payne. Six minutes to go in the third. Scott Spurs stay in that set. Actually had another wide receiver on this one. Man in motion again. 
Quarterback's going to keep it. He pulls it down, and he's going to pitch it out finally. Fort Payne there to, for a short game. You know what's funny is <clears> – <throat> As, as well as Fort Payne looked to have played that, I think they picked up a first they down. They did pick is, up a first down. Which is what this offense, and I know Coach Bell's going to go back in a film session and say, guys, this right here is what we're trying to do. We're trying to stretch that defense, make them cover sideline to sideline, and if we can do that consistently and move the ball consistently, then we're going to be a great team. It's going to be hard to stop because teams are not used to playing against this kind of defense. All right, looks like they're taking a quick timeout. Uh, with 5, 5.45 left in the third quarter, we'll take it with them, take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne, Wildcat football. Hey, folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. Bobby Ledbetter's always got inventory rolling in here. If you're in the market for a car, truck, van, or sport utility vehicle, we've got plenty to choose from. And don't forget, we now have two locations. We're at 1015 Galt Avenue South, right here in beautiful downtown Fort Payne. Or you can also travel to Gadsden. We're at 901 First Avenue in Gadsden, Alabama. Y'all need to come and see us for some great deals, great financing. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. Building Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies. We are back. Thank you, Ms. Holly. Mr. Jamie on behind us, giving us our cues. 5.45 left. First and 10 now for Scottsboro on the Fort Payne 34-yard line. Fort Payne looking to slow down a little momentum now for Scottsboro here in the second half. Quarterback's going to pull it back to pass. He's oh, looking downfield. He He's got yep. a guy open for a minute. Oh, almost a great catch. Yeah, so that time, Chris, <clears throat> Scottsboro tried to take advantage of what we were just talking about. Alex Akins comes down to try to play the option. Kobe starts to roll and then realizes it's pass, and then he picks up that, that slot receiver who's running that go route right down the middle of the field. And, if Kobe wasn't as good as he is, which we know he's from last year, he's a great safety. Reddit saw the guy, peeled off of his role there, and went back and covered him and uh, broke that play up. That, uh, that one they, they keep going to on a lot of these that seem to work is Thomas Reckler, a 5'6 speed demon, seems like. Yeah. Looks and, and when you go down their roster, there's one senior on that offensive line. Everybody else is 10th and 11th graders. So you have to imagine next year, uh, Scottsboro is going to be – they were improved from last year to this year. Last year, Fort Payne really blew them out of the water in a lot of ways. This year, much closer for much longer, and next year they're going to be substantially more uh, – a better team. Brian looks like there was a flag on the play. They got Scottsboro for holding on that one. Might be why it worked a little bit like it did. <laughs> Could be. All right, Scottsboro are now backed up to the 45 – Yard line of Fort Payne. Quarterback has it. He's going to pitch to number five. Jubbled jubble it for a minute, but Fort Payne's all over him. Fumble, he does fumble, fumble the ball. And we'll see who gets it. As they unpile him, Fort Payne says they go. They do. Guess who? Guess who? Holly, go ahead and call North Alabama Trophies, and let's go ahead and print up. I can tell you right now it's going to be Bennett Blanks put on that trophy. So five and a half left in the third quarter. Now, there was a flag on the play, Chris, so we need to see what that Fort was. Fort Payne gets a, a right now turnover. Nice hit by Fort Payne. Let's see if it was after the play, during the play, all over the play. And the good news for Fort Payne, Bennett Blanks is a junior, so he's back next year as well. He's been impressive so far this game. He's been really impressive. Really impressive. And it looks like it's going to 
Well, Fort Payne Fort says Payne's offense good. is out there, so they apparently think it was against Scottsboro, which will be declined. You know, I, was, I used to laugh, me and Holly used to laugh at the umpires in baseball that took so long just to call a ball or strike. <laughs> like these referees watching them, okay, what are y'all calling, guys? Well, it looks like they're going to give it to Fort Payne right at the 45 of Fort Payne, moving from our right to left with five and a half left in third. So Fort Payne back on offense, seeing if they can put some more points on the board. Tight formation now, Fort Payne, Brian. Yeah, that's just a, a, a tight twin set. Fowler in motion, now they're going down the field. Looking deep. Oh, they're going to throw it over here. Nice, nice play. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you described that one. <laughs> we both did. That's a wow play. Skylar Cody covered on that, and Jake throws it underneath. Skylar cuts back underneath the defensive back and makes an incredible catch. Beautiful it a throwing great, catch. A good, a good position by the defense as He was well. in position, yeah. Just a great catch by the receiver. If you saw it on FPTV, you know why we said wow. Five minutes left in the third. Fort Payne picks up a DeKalb fix at first down. Barnes is going to keep it. Spin move. Almost Dax got is his, in now. Oh, Dax is in. Varnador is in the quarterback. Almost got his head taken off right there at the end. Picks up uh, one. Looks like one. It's going to be second down and nine. Dax will come back out of the game. Barnes is back in. Fort Payne now has two receivers far side. DeBose in the back. Barnes hands off to DeBose. He's behind his tackler. Looks like Scottsboro is going to raid that one up. He squirts through. Able to gain yardage on that. Bring up third down, though. Four and Start, a half. Yeah, starting to get maybe maybe a little bit of a sense. I know Coach Elmore is not going to get out of his, his entire playbook, but maybe let's try to bleed a couple minutes off this clock, kind of, clock and uh, slow this game down a little bit, try to drain it a little. It's going to bring up third and six, a long six. Closer seven, four wide now for Fort Payne. Barnes takes the ball. Looks for a wide receiver screen. Scottsboro's there, and they're able to stop it for no gain. It's going to bring up fourth down, six. Yeah, really nothing to do there. Um, Brandon Oliver on that wide receiver this screen. This is kind of weird territory. Uh, probably a go-for-it territory. Yeah. They're at the 35, 34-yard line of Scottsboro, fourth and six, 340 left in the third. If nothing else, it gives you a situational practice right here to, to see what you can do on a fourth and six. Barnes takes a snap, looking deep. He's going to throw deep, far side. Got a receiver fighting for the ball. Yeah, a little bit underthrown on that one. A little bit underthrown. Uh, had a step, but like Ryan said, he had not throw. He had to come back to it. Looked like he was trying to knock it down, too, to keep from an interception. That's going to change possessions. Scottsboro not as quick to get on the ball as Fort Payne, so you don't know if to go to break or not. <laughs> <laughs> change of possession, I don't. Yeah, I'd say we're just going to so keep it fast. here. You it do is an in-game break or something. I could do an in-game break. And speaking of breaking, if you don't want your instruments to break and buying cheap instruments, go to – Go to Patterson Music and Jewelry. They don't sell uh, cheap instruments. They also have jewelry, bench-made knife dealer, durable American-made knives, high-quality material. Get yours at Patterson's. Go see them because I know they won't break. <laughs> All right, man in motion. Let's see. Uh, quarterbacks will take it. Pitch out to number 16. Fort Payne read that one again, and he picks up a few, not a lot. And if you hear a squealing on the radio or the television from the stands, that's Dan's daughter. Marcus's, Marcus Ledford's mother screaming. You will never miss hearing her. 
All right, three minutes left in the third quarter. Fort Payne leading 20 to nothing. Scottsboro has the ball on the Fort Payne 37. I mean, excuse me, the Scottsboro 37. Heading from our left to right. No rain in sight. Keep rhyming, rhyming as I'm calling plays. <laughs> All right, uh, handoff again to the big. No, he's going to take it. Pitch. Pitches out to number nine. Number nine comes near side. Fort Payne almost grabbed the helmet, but. Yeah, that's. <clears throat> that's that that's that offense right there. That's what that offense is designed to do and when it's running properly and, and, and it's effective on that play got a first down. They're gonna give it a first down, so it's gonna move the chains. Two and a half left in the third. It's gonna move the ball to the Scottsboro 44 yard line. Ball, I mean clock ticking, play clock down to 30. They got plenty of time on the play clock. Both bands battling in the stands. Man, I'm good on my rhyming right now. Bands and stands. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it up. There you go. All right. Man in motion again. He pulls it down and keep it. He does pitch it out to number 16 again. Goes Gets out around outside. Met really yeah. hard by Fort Payne. Yeah, you're starting to see what this offense is designed to do. That was Fort Payne's really rattling some helmets. There's, this kid's coming up slow. He's coming up real slow. He got rocked. Picked up four or five, but he got rocked. See Hayden Presley out there. Good to see him getting a couple snaps right now. It's going to bring up second and six from the four, from the Scottsboro 48. Minute and a half left in the third quarter. Quarterback takes a snap. Going to look to pass. Four pain rushing. He does find a receiver open in the middle of the field, able to pick up a first down. That was a nice play designed yeah, by Scott that, right there. That, this offense is designed to dink and dunk. Just work your way down the field, slow the clock down, try to move the ball. So That's going to put the ball on the 43 with a minute left in the third quarter for yeah, Payne leading, leading 20 to nothing. You'd have to say if Scottsboro can pull out a touchdown on this drive, it really uh, makes the fourth quarter a little bit more interesting than it would have been. 52 seconds, clock running, 20 seconds left on the play clock. Scottsboro has a receiver near side to us. Still one run back in the backfield. Man in motion. He keeps it, pitches. There it is slips again. Slips on the field. Yeah, you can see where that's. Uh, they're leaving. They're leaving a nice. That, that guy makes that block against Fort Payne. He's got him a good five or six yard pickup. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's. You can tell that if uh, if Scottsboro dials these things in, this is a it's a tough it's tough offense to stop consistently. 17 seconds to see if they get into the playoff. They might not. They're taking their time getting the play in. 13 seconds. Second and 11. They lost uh, one yard on that play. Eight seconds. Let's see if they get it off in time. Five seconds. I'm not sure he's looking up at the clock. He's not. He's really moving slow. It's about to buzz. And there it they're is. going to let it go. Yep, that's what he did. Just let it go. All right. At the end of three, Fort Payne leads commandingly 20 to nothing. We'll take a 30-second timeout. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. 
The Times Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Back to Trammell Stadium in Scottsboro, Alabama, not too far from your hometown, Fort Payne, over here by Lake Gunnersville. As it has cooled off and it's nighttime, about 8:45, nice time at night. 12, one more quarter to go, Brian, Mr. Brian, one more. Yep, fourth quarter, get your fours up. They got the drones out, videoing. Looks yep. like an alien attack out here. <laughs> All right, and Fort to see. Scottsboro has the ball on the Fort Payne 44-yard line with the second and 11 right here. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if, if Coach Prater and Coach Varnador dial up any kind of adjustments here. Again, man, in motion, he's going to drop back to pass. They there's one. Him. There's one. That is, and he overthrew the receiver. Nice pressure by Fort Payne. Yep, that's Tyler Wooten there. So that time, uh, Fort Payne brought pressure. What they did was drop one of those safeties, and rather than having two linebackers, they dropped the safety down to more of a 4-3 look and stunted Tyler Wooten off the quarterback's uh, off the play side and really caused a, an effective throw. So it looks like Fort Payne's going to try to bring a little bit more pressure by dropping somebody else down to help on the run. That's going to bring up third and 11. Still ball still at 44. Spots, Scottsburg getting their play clock. Um, play clock's down to 14 seconds. 11:50 left in the third. Left in the fourth quarter. Eight seconds left on the play clock. Snap the ball. Hands it off to the uh, running back, and he is hit real quick for no gain. Yeah, it looked like maybe there was a, I don't know if a miscommunication is the right way to do it, but sometimes that quarterback is trying to pull it. It looked like he was trying to pull that, and the running back just grabbed hold of it and kept it. And he, he and is down right now. Down, yeah. Right, good good job of Fort Payne to break thing, uh, break up that uh, drive. Right, okay, looks Chris. Like, looks like we got an injury on the field. Uh, probably take, we'll take a 30-second timeout. While they take care of it, look at him. Wait, hang on a second. He's getting up there. Let's don't take a 30 yet. Hang on, FPTV. He got up pretty quick. I was expecting him to lay down a little bit longer. <laughs> I'm sure if he got the breath knocked out of him, he's, he's coming off the field. So we're about to get back going. So apologize, listeners and viewers. Sometimes you never know how long they're going to lay there. Sometimes these guys, you know, that's a good way of getting your win back, too, mm -hmm. is mm -hmm, hanging yeah. out for a second. <laughs> So that's going to set up Scottsboro to punt here with fourth and 11 with 11 and a half in the fourth quarter. Uh, Fort Payne's uh, receiver is Brent. back at the 15. Yep. Trying to see where he is. Kicks away. Straight Ooh. up. Hope everybody gets out of the way. That's going to hit somebody. Y'all heads up. Dies right there at the 24-yard line. We're going to stay here because Coach Elmore says no commercials. He's going to bring the team out in a hurry. There you go. And they are ready to go. You can listen. If you're listening to us on the radio, that's uh, you're probably listening to us on WZOB 100.9, or you can tune us in at 12.50 a.m. And if you're at home or you're standing still or sitting still eating a burger, uh, get out your device and get out the FPTV app and watch the game. And listen to us call it as we, as you can see what's going on. All right, Fort Payne with the ball here. First and 10, 11, 15 in the fourth. Barnes hands off to DeBose. He runs near side. He's got him a hole. He's coming down this side. Gets through some tackles. First down. That's a DeKalb fix it. First down all the way out to the 42-yard line. Yeah, Caden's, <coughs> Caden's a real strong candidate for offensive player of the game tonight as well. Um, has been it on defense. He's just uh, been a workhorse. 
seems to not really get winded. They have given him some breaks with uh, Bennett and Alex, but really carried the ball real strong tonight. To me, uh, after wa watching last year, DeBose seems a little stronger. Yeah. This he year, he's breaking through some arms. Yep. First and 10, 1045 left in the fourth. Fort Payne leading 20 to nothing. Orange calls the ball, gets it, keep, keeps it himself. He's going to sprint out right left side, and Fort Scottsboro read that with a loss of one on that play. It's going to bring up second and a long 11. Yeah, I think Coach Elmore is trying to slow this down a little bit. At this point in the fourth quarter, you've got a goose egg on the board. Yeah, I, I'm not sure he's interested in pushing a whole lot. I know he'd like to try to open up a little bit and get some of these other guys some touches. but In high school, the games fly by. Yeah. That clock runs like it does. All right, 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Fort Payne leads commandingly 20 to nothing. I like saying commandingly, there by the way. There you go. Good adjective. In the tight formation, they do hand it off to the Bose. He comes this side, near side, and gains gains back to the original line of scrimmage. Bring up third down with 9.45 to go in the fourth. You look, you look for uh, Coach Elmore to leave it on the ground right here, Brian, run clock. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know that he would do that exclusively just for that. I, he is waiting to call the play. He's going to let it run down some. Play clock's at 20 seconds. He is letting it run. Let's see what he has dialed up here. He's got four wides now. DuBose flanks Barnes to his right. Barnes takes a snap. He's going to take it himself up the middle. Follows blockers. That's close. Gets That's about close. eight yards. Not quite enough for a first down. This would be a good opportunity to just work on your traditional punt. It's going to be fourth and two. Yeah, they're going to run the straight punt. Uh, is that going to be the straight punt team? Clock still running. 8.50 left in the fourth. It's fourth down and two. Ball, ball is on the 50-yard line. No, Fort Payne's going to go for it. They're bringing in their big package. All right, Fort, Fort Payne's bringing in the big package. Coach Elmore calls it mountain music. Mountain music, a little Alabama reference. Yep. Randy Owen will be proud of this, this formation. Well, if they get a first down, he will be. Yes. <laughs> Bose hands it off to hands it off to Bose. He does get the first down. That is the cab fix it first down. I like that. I was trying to put a little ump on that first yeah. down. Yeah, it's basically that so far, and I know they've got other stuff, but they're really basically running power right, power left, mm -hmm. and you really got to load one side or the other, and it puts you at a significant disadvantage not knowing which way they're going. And they've got two lead blockers. That puts the ball on the Scottsboro side of the field on the 47. As he is taking his time calling plays, 20 seconds left on the play clock, 8.13 left to go in the fourth quarter, Fort Payne leading 20 to nothing. Really a solid night for Fort Payne. Um, it has been solid. If you it, describe it, it's solid. Yeah, uh, no, no real major mistakes, uh, no turnovers, taking care of the ball. Barnes pulls it down, keeps himself, tries to get outside. Scott Spurs reading it, tracks him down for looks like no gain on that play. I would like Jake to ease up just a bit. I know he's a hard worker and he's wanting to try to get a first down, but it's first and 10. You're really just running a lot of time right now. Don't, don't risk your body too much right now. I was going to say, take care of your body here. Seven and a half to go. Four pains now second and 10 from the 43-yard line. No, 47-yard line. 
Looks like a little, little late night fog starting to set on the top of the stadium after yeah. that rain today. That means the mountain when we go back is going to be foggy. Yes, sir. Not going to be able Especially to see coming off that river. All right, Barnes takes the ball, hands off to DeBose. DeBose cuts left, cuts right, squirts through traffic, picks up about two yards. Bring up third down, seven minutes to go. They could go ahead and start sprinkling in some twos for uh, as far as I'm concerned. Just give Caden a break. Coach Bryan is calling twos, bring up the twos. I'm not telling you what to do. <laughs> I'm just thinking like a coach has got to play Gadsden City in about three weeks. Got Etowah, May Jemison, Gadsden City. Etowah, Etowah's up next week for Fort Payne, a home game. Hope we have another great turnout like we've had here in Scottsboro. Six and a half to go in the fourth. Fort Payne has the ball, third and seven. Barnes takes snap, plays called dead. Is there a flag or a timeout? There is a flag on the far side of the field. What they got? They've got... Illegal pursuit, somebody moves. Somebody moves, that's gonna back up five yards. Bring up third and 12 now, Fort Payne with six and a half to go. Bringing Dax Varnador in for this play, see what happens here. Dax Varnador, the second string quarterback is in now for Fort Payne. As they go five wide here, I look for Dax to run. Could I'm be, could be, uh, call it empty and uh, quarterback, uh, quarterback draw. That would be the most likely call, especially with as spread out as uh, Scottsboro is. Yes. All right, six oh, There's not he, even a draw. He's going straight up so the middle. he takes the ball. He's going to get to the 40. Wow. Third down, run away for DeKalb, fix it first down. Wow. Nice run by Dax Warner. I don't know if that was a called draw and he just saw it so easy or if it was a called just quarterback dive, but he took off. He didn't he didn't even fake uh, a pass. All right, we got a timeout. That's going to be a heat timeout. Heat timeout. We'll take a we'll take a 30 second timeout with them. This is Fort Payne football. Somebody could slide me a corn dog and some mustard. Ooh, I'll what be in you talking about? I love a corn dog. I wouldn't say no to it. All right. Well, actually, I probably would because I've been told my sugar's a little high. So. All right, 5.50 clock starts. Clock starts. Fort Payne with one right receiver. Everybody's in tight. They do hand it off to the Bows right up the middle, and he is met by Scottsboro for no gain. It's going to bring up second down and 10. Looks like Coach Elmore may be going with Dax for the rest of the game, get him some snaps and some playing time, which he, he needs. All 
Fort Payne very, very fortunate uh, in that, that really they've got two um, starter-capable starter quarterbacks in Dax Varnador and Jake Barnes. They're, they're high quality, and either one could, could take this offense and run with it. All right, with five minutes left, 24 Payne leading 20 nothing. The score result of the first touchdown missed PAT. That's why we have 20 and not 21. Another timeout on the field for Payne. We'll take a 30-second with them. This is Fort Payne football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Back to Scottsboro, a couple of scores. I had made some picks. Whitesburg Christian, though, I picked Woodfull over Whitesburg, but Whitesburg Christian's beating Woodfull 22 to nothing. North Sand Mountain, a close one over Valley Head right now, 27-21. I'd pick North Sand Mountain on that one, but Valhead giving them a game. Uh, just for a heads up, Brian, uh, we play Gaston City in a couple, few weeks. Carrollton, Georgia is beating the smack out of them 42 to nothing. Yeah, but Carrollton, Georgia is a pretty good football team. So. All right, Fort Payne with the ball. They're going to, uh, <clears throat> what was that, Dax keeper? Yeah, yeah, Dax on the quarterback keeper there. Just yep. the quarterback's um, sweep. He lost several yards on that play. That's going to bring up third and very long with 4.45. Left in the fourth quarter of Fort Payne leading 20 to nothing. It's going to bring up third and 13, Brian. There you go. Ball is on the Scottsboro 37-yard line. You know, you'd love to see Dax be able to run the entire offense, but at this point you really can't risk uh, extending this game anymore, so they're probably just going to run the ball the rest of the game. DeBose is set up behind him, three. He's going to move up now beside him. Dax going to take it again, looking for a hole. Nice he gets run. through. Nice run. Dax picks up uh, quite a bit, probably about 10 yards. That's going to be an interesting call seven here. Yards. That's going to bring third and pro fourth and probably five or six. Now they're going to go for it. Coach Elmore sending a play in with Nolan Fowler. It's fourth and looks like a long six. I got friends at home telling me to shout out to them, so here's your shout out. That's it. That's your shout-out. That, shout that was your shout-out. Okay, our yeah. friends, LeBron, he just shouted, shouted out to you. I hope so you're having a great night. Y'all figure out who it is. <laughs> Chris. So I'd like to shout-out to my relatives. Y'all figure out who that is. <laughs> I'm going to shout-out to the world. How there about that? Are everybody getting a shout-out today? Aliens that are watching from yes. up right. top of us. Three and a half to go. 20 nothing. Fort Payne. It's fourth and six. Play is blown dead. I hope Chris Elmore, he called, no, he called a timeout. Call timeout. We'll just stay here with it. We're almost at the end of the game. Let's see if we, you got any more scores. Oh. Your friends at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! Twenty-seven to twenty. None of these are finals, as you mentioned. Carrollton forty-two over Gadsden City, forty-two to nothing. Um, trying to see stuff that's more local. 
pick up some things that we our, our guys would be interested in. You, did you say Auburn? I mean, I talked to big schools, some of the 7As. Uh, Auburn's leading Hoover. Auburn's leading Hoover 14-7. to seven. Auburn's really developed into a, a powerhouse in 7A over the last several years. Well, here's, a, here's an interesting one before we get started. Brindley Mountain, 18, Cherokee, 14. Brindley Mountain's trying to end a 43-game losing wow. streak. Wow, that's something. So right now they got a win in the making there. So Brindley Mountain trying to get a, get a W in a long time. Three and a half to go. Fourth down right here for Fort Payne. Barnador looks to pass. Nobody's open. He's moving around. He does throw it downfield and out of bounds. So that'll be a turnover on downs for Fort Payne. With 3.20 to go, Fort Payne leading 20-0. Scottsboro will now get the ball on their 29-yard line. So, yeah, the defense has had a, had a solid game. Offense has been solid. I mean, you know, I don't know if we're set up to score lots of points. I know we had a lot in our – Yeah, I've, I, this offense is going to be able to develop. I, there was a, a lot of things going on here. First game, uh, Fort Payne tried to and was extremely successful in establishing the run. It's really hard to justify throwing a bunch when you're moving the ball as well as they did offensively on the ground. All right, Scott Spurt with the ball. Quarterback takes snap, looking back to throw. He does throw over the middle, finds his receiver out with a first down to the 40-yard line. Move the chains, 3-12 to go in the fourth quarter. Fort Payne leading 20 to nothing. Uh, looks like Fort Payne will probably get the top cat. Is there a trophy to the top cat? Yes, there is. There's a trophy. All right, first and 10 now for Scottsboro. We're now under three minutes to go. Scottsboro's on their own 40-yard line, moving from our right to our left. Man in motion, he does hand it off to the running back, and he squirts through, big gain for about eight yards. Nope, they're going to give him six yards. Yeah, Fort Payne starting to sprinkle in their twos now. Again, seeing Parker Wilson getting some snaps. Hayden Presley trying to get some snaps. Colin Tuberville coming out. Uh, Silas Hallmer getting some defensive snaps. Two and a half to go. Second and four now for Scottsboro from the 46-yard line. They're on 46-yard line. Quarterback takes snap, drops back to pass. Scottsboro is able to squirt through. He's moving right side. He does throw it downfield. Yeah, his, the quarterback really hasn't shown a lot of accuracy. Well, it's, it's hard to be accurate when you're running to the right, throwing over across your left shoulder. So That's correct. Fort Payne has put him on the run much of the night, even when he's dropping back on short routes which is a credit to them and a credit to, the, to our defense. Looking at some more scores from uh, you know future teams we'll play. Uh, Buckhorn right now is leading Madison County, 22 to nothing. Collinsville is leading Pleasant Valley, 14 nothing. Surprise there. All right, two minutes left to go here in the fourth quarter. Third down and four for Scottsboro, man in motion. They do hand it off to the running back up the middle. Looks like he may have got it. He squirts through. It's going to be he's close, close yeah. where he's, because uh, he's right in front of you, Brian. Can you see? Uh, well, I'm for Fort Payne, so I'd say no, but oh, they're going to give him the first down. Out. They're going to give him the first. <laughs> they robbed him. They robbed Fort Payne on that one. So they're giving it to him. All right, so that's the four scores we got so far. Buckhorn leading Madison and Collinsville, leading Pleasant Valley, Whitesburg leading uh, Woodville, and North Sand Mountain leading Valley Head as of right now. Scottsboro with the ball again, pushing it forward. About five or six yard gain on that one. Looks like five yards. Going to bring up second and five from Fort Payne's 45 yard line. With a minute 32 left in the game, timeout called. Fort Payne leading 20 to nothing. 
Uh, we'll take a 30-second timeout with them. This is this is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family-owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania, and Scottsdale. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service. to Trammell Stadium here in Scottsboro, Alabama as the Fort, came, Fort Payne Wildcats have traveled to a commanding lead of 20-0 here in the Top Cat game. Rivalry start off the season with. A minute and a half left in the fourth quarter. Scottsboro has a second and five now on Fort Payne's 45. See if Fort Payne can hold them this series. Quarterback drops back the pass. He throws it across the middle. Oh, oh, that's that going to be, be interference. Yep. He's trying to get they it out back there. They didn't throw it. They did not <laughs> they throw it. They looked for it. <laughs> That should have been. That back that back umpire was trying to reach he, for something. He reached for it and then stopped. And it was a flag. They're, they are talking. But it looked like pass interference. <clears throat> They're saying no, it was not pass interference. So we'll take it. That will probably not make Mr. Coach Bell happy. No, I, I, that was. Yeah. But there is a flag in the backfield, Brian. That may end up being irrelevant. That may have been a rough in the pass or something. I don't know. I didn't see what happened there. Say so they are talking it out with a minute, still a minute, a little about a minute and a half in the game. It's now drag, dragged. It was flying there for a little while. Now we've started to slow down with some penalties and yeah. timeouts. It's going to be against Scottsboro. I say. Now I would really be mad if I was Scottsboro on that one. Now ten. I was probably holding ten-yard penalty. See that we were looking at the look. We thought it was pass interference on Fort Payne. Some other scores in the third quarter, Westminster uh, leading Huntsville 22 to 16, Homewood leading John Carroll 38 to 6, Hartzell leading Austin 38 to 17 at the end of the third. Did you know the head coach at Hartzell bought my house in Opelika when he was an assistant coach? I didn't Brian know that. Moore. Yeah. I didn't know that until you just told me. Yeah. He's the head coach at Hartzell High School now. Receiver out here near side, makes a move, gets by one tackler, not enough to get by two, but he's able to pick up about five yards to get back to the original line of scrimmage, yep. bring up third down. We're calling another timeout here. What are we doing here? He's Empire's chewing on somebody. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> he was intense about something That's, there. It looks like time, it's timeout. Somebody's calling timeout. So it's a minute 15 left in the game. We'll stay here with it. This one, uh, Fort Payne leading 20 to nothing, trying to finish the game. Trying to uh, roll it out here. I mean, we've turned into a basketball game where you're going to call timeouts. Extend it. Like I, I'm not sure the game plan. A lot of teams run it out and just kind of take it back and talk about it, lick your wounds or yeah. celebrate and talk about it. Fort Payne fans still here in force, enjoying this rivalry probably yep. win here, the top cat. Two Wildcat teams, Fort Payne Wildcats and Scottsboro Wildcats. As we get ready to put the ball back in play, teams back on the field. Scottsboro and they're all blacks and Vegas gold helmets. Fort Payne sporting black helmet, white shirt, Vegas gold pants. Minute 15 left in the game. Third down and 10 now for Scottsboro at the 50-yard line. 
Quarterback takes the ball, steps back, looks to throw, finds a man wow. in the middle and drops the ball. Had him. That's going to bring up fourth now, fourth and ten. Clock will stop on that incomplete pass. Just a minute 11. I think we've been under two minutes. I can't tell you how long. <laughs> it's just a minute and 11. Get your ones up. It's going to be fourth down. Props to the Fort Payne cheerleaders. They're out here in, in force. There's a bunch of them this year. Keeping the fans lively. Yep. Band playing. Student sections must be Hawaiian day. They, yeah. are, they are beach ready out here. Yeah, my daughter's wearing my uh, Hawaiian looking shirt. All right, fourth and ten. Minute 11 left to play. Quarterback takes the ball. He's going to try to run. He oh, he's got running. Oh, my goodness. He's got plenty of room. Picks up a first down, and he gets tackled at the 34-yard line. Nobody was there. Yeah, everybody dropped back in coverage, and he broke through the rush. And he kept the ball swept right, and it was just he and one guy. He was able to get around him, and there was nobody. I know as a defensive coach at one point, Defensive coaches really take a lot of pride in this not them not scoring right here. All right, first down. I'm not sure that was an awkward-looking downing of the no, ball. No, he can't. Can you he kneel? take a knee? It looked like he took a knee. That's a loss of yardage, isn't it? And what well, the clock keeps running if you take a knee. Now they stopped the clock, 51 seconds. It looked like he took a knee. He kind of threw it, too, so it was, it was odd. It was just yeah, odd it was, That was weird. But they stopped the clock. It looked like a, he's trying to do a down play, so they've got the ball at the 40, the 35-yard line. A Fort Payne, Fort Payne leading 20 to nothing, 51 seconds left in the game. Fort Payne trying to keep Scottsboro off the board. Scottsboro trying to play for some pride right here and get on the board. Quarterback takes the ball, looks to pass again, hits a man over the middle. Matt nice real play. quick by the defender. Yeah, that's that's good play by Kobe. You really, you can't, I mean, they're gonna, you got to give them that at this point in the game and what you're trying to do, keep everything in front of you. Let them complete the short stuff. 35 seconds left, third down, third and two. But I know this defense really wants to get a. They hand it off to the running back. He's met real quick. That's going to be close. That may run the clock out there. Well, the timeout's called. Let's see if they give him the first down. That stops the clock at 25 seconds. Yeah. I think Coach Bell's wanting to try to get something on the clock or on the scoreboard. Nope. That's fourth down, Brian. Fourth down and three. Another timeout's called as we are at 25 seconds left in the game. Fort Payne leading 20 We can get some of these scores in. We got, um, as we mentioned earlier, Auburn leading Hoover 14 to 7. Um, some South Alabama scores. It takes them a while to update all the way up here in North Alabama. Miss Holly can refresh my score machine so I can see, <laughs> if, see if there's an update on those scores. Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. Bobby Ledbetter's always got inventory rolling in here. If you're in the market for a car, truck, van, or sport utility vehicle, we've got plenty to choose from. And don't forget, we now have two locations. We're at 1015 Galt Avenue South, right here in beautiful downtown Fort Payne. Or you can also travel to Gadsden. We're at 901 First Avenue in Gadsden, Alabama. Y'all need to come and see us for some great deals, great financing. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. How are they? Okay. Yeah, they're, they're we'll winning. still pick them. They're winning. And there's some kind of thunderous sound going a... on in the in the press box. What is that? I don't know. It's 25 seconds left, fourth and it feels one. Feels like an earthquake. What was that? And they hand it off. No quarterback keeps. He does pick up the first down. 20 seconds. It sounded like the 
box was vibrating. <laughs> it was. That was weird. All right, 20 seconds left here in this game. Fort Payne still leading 20 nothing. How we got here, 20 nothing. Fort Payne scored the first their first series, but they missed the PAT. That's why we have 20 and not 21. So 14 seconds is probably the last play of the game. Scott if that Johnson happens one more time, that's going to make me worry. Rolls over to the right. He's looking downfield. Finds a wide open receiver at the 10, the 5. He's down out of bounds at the 1. Two seconds two, left. 2.3 seconds left. <laughs> this has become a game inside the game now, hasn't it? Game inside the game. Do we have twos out there or ones on defense? That is, uh, that's mostly twos, it looks like, other than Bennett. Uh, there's, it's a mix. It's All about right. half and half. It is first and goal for Scottsboro at the one-yard line with 2.3 seconds left. The drama is killing me. We've got to close this one out. Leading 20 to nothing. But you know, there's, there's also pride. You got to put. You can't be blank by your rival. You know, yeah. you just can't be blank. Let's see what Fort. Let's see a Fort Payne bow up right here. What do you look for from Scottsboro, Brian? Uh, they're probably going to run a dive. If this close, you're you're on the two yard line. Well, here it is. Everybody's yelling. I would Last say an option with a pitch, and Fort Payne's going to call a timeout Payne. try to prevent it. Is there a truck behind? Us? I have no idea, but it is rumbling. This is the credit is rumbling down the press box. Is somebody yeah. kicking. Something or happens to the press box, Claire. I love you. <laughs> And tell the kids I love them. It really does feel like. Sean and Tiffany, I love you too. It could be a stomping. People could be stomping. I'm not sure. Is that what it is? It's, it's either that or a big truck is right underneath this thing. <laughs> it's rumbling. Whatever it is, it's got my attention. All right. Set the stage for the drama. 2.3 seconds left. Fort Payne, I mean, Scottsboro has the ball on the one-yard line, looking to put some points on the board to make it respectful. <laughs> And you're you're Sorry, just you are <laughs> you're all over it. Y'all are making y'all making me laugh. All right, here it is. Everybody's on their feet. It's like it's the chance of championship. <laughs> it right it feels on. like it feels like this is to win the game. The drones are overhead. It is it is high flying. And here we go. Let's see what can happen. I'm gonna have to break out the binoculars right here. Let's see what we got. Quarterback. Takes the ball. He does hand it a big run back, and he is stopped. Rolls in, in for a touchdown. So Scottsboro does not get blanked. They That's put, the last play of the that game. That was the last play of the game. Do they kick the PAT anyway? I don't think so. If if it doesn't matter to the game, they just call it go. It's so they will call it. Coach Elmore is walking across the field to shake hands with Coach Bell. Uh, do we take a break here? Yes, we'll take a long break here. All right, we'll take a two-minute break. And we'll be back to talk about the game. Fort Payne wins 20 to 6 in this battle of the Top Cat, or battle for Top Cat. You are listening to Wildcat Football. The Times Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. 
Bobby Ledbetter's always got inventory rolling in here. If you're in the market for a car, truck, van, or sport utility vehicle, we've got plenty to choose from. And don't forget, we now have two locations. We're at 1015 Galt Avenue South, right here in beautiful downtown Fort Payne. Or you can also travel to Gadsden. We're at 901 First Avenue in Gadsden, Alabama. Y'all need to come and see us for some great deals, great financing. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. Build a supply company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Build a supply company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania, and Scottsdale. Build a supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Build a Supply Company for quality and service. at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Back here at Trammell Stadium, home of the Scottsboro Wildcats, as Fort Payne has come out with the win, start off the season against their <clears throat> rival Scottsboro Wildcats, 20 to nothing. Uh, right now, Fort Payne playing the alma mater, the band. <clears throat> Scottsboro's playing their alma mater. Everybody's playing an alma mater. As you can hear the Scottsboro fans celebrate, <laughs> Scottsboro fans, Fort Payne fans celebrating the win. Coach Elmore has the Top Cat trophy. They're waiting on Scottsboro's to finish. Um, will we have an will we have an interview? Just some program notes. Will we have an interview with Coach Elmore? All right, we'll be we'll be we'll keep stay with us for that as Coach Elmore will talk. Really felt like Chris I, I, and I, we talked about that towards the end of the game that, that all things considered, pretty solid win by Fort Payne. Uh, they did essentially what they wanted to do for the most part. I think if there's any, you know, any negatives, which you really don't want to dwell on the negatives necessarily, but um, maybe could have scored a few more, um, a couple more touchdown scoring drives. But that's really uh, the way the offense was ball control and the defense really stymied uh, Scottsboro's offense for the majority of the night. And there's really no sense taking a lot of risks when you're uh, that successful at, at maintaining ball control, no turnovers. Um, kicking looked pretty good, one bad snap and hold. Uh, but uh, Connor Hughes did a good job on his extra points. Uh, Kai Stolp, I think, got his uh, maybe some of his nerves out of the way on that first night and kicked one into the end zone, so he potentially has a, um, well, a good that future. First, that first missed PAT was more, like you said, snap hold as opposed yeah. to kicker. Of course, wet field left, led to a... Uh, and there's the top cat. There's the top cat award as the Fort Payne football team holds up the trophy. <clears throat> Fans celebrating the stands. Cameras out taking pictures. I'm at a concert. 
Just don't drop it, guys. Just don't drop the trophy. Coach Elmore in the background making sure nobody drops the trophy. Yeah. Looks like we, uh, we are going to have Coach Elmore here shortly. Dallas down there with him. We're hoping to have Dallas on headset so he can give us sideline reports. Give us some, give us some real time yeah. action. He is standing beside Coach. We'll have him on here in, uh, shortly. Coach Elmore is looking up here at us. I don't know if he's looking at you, Miss Holly, or me, or I think Brian. he's trying to find the cameraman. <laughs> hey, Coach Elmore. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have him out here on shortly. Again, 20, hey, Misty. To, 20 to nothing Fort Payne as they defeat their rival, Scottsboro. We'll have Coach Elmore on right now, it looks like. All right, Coach, great way to start the season off tonight. All right, Coach, great way to start the season off tonight in a sloppy condition uh, against Scottsboro. The top cat trophy is going to be coming back to Fort Payne, looks like. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, it's just one of those games that we, we probably wanted to be a little bit more wide open than we were, but we were we were establishing the run, and Dubose was having a big night, and uh, quarterbacks were running hard. And and when we got up 20 nothing, I you hate to be conservative, but you also don't want to do anything dumb and put them back in the ball game. And, uh, and our defense was playing so well, so – you know, got a little sloppy and muddy there at the end, but really proud of our kids and our coach. I mean, it's a hard bunch to prepare for in a week, so really proud of our coaches and our kids uh, to try to get all this together in a week and uh, go out there and basically shut them out, gave one up there at the end. But uh, to do that again uh, was a big deal for our defense. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Pretty much a shutout on the night. I know uh, Bennett Blanks had a huge night tonight leading that defense. Uh, Great defensive. Yeah, I mean, Bennett's a great football player. Kobe King's a great player. Uh, Alex Akins, I mean, all the way across the front. We had guys make uh, – uh, Caleb Steeple made plays. Uh, and we got some guys that didn't play a lot tonight because we've got some really good players that are that are playing well that didn't play a lot. You know, Tyler Wooden will play more as the year goes on. Uh, we had some offensive linemen that didn't play as much. Aaron Wright will play more as the year goes on. And uh, so really proud of all of our kids getting there and competing. And, uh, you know, again, can't say enough about our coaches preparing them and our players executing. All right, Coach, well, I appreciate it. Great way to start the season off. Yeah, I want to say one more thing. We're going to give a shout-out to, to Reese Colburn up there in Boston. Hopefully he's watching. He's had a, he's had a uh, surgery this week and, and been recovering, and uh, Reese loves the Wildcats. We love him, and we're praying for him for, for a speedy recovery. And also want to say hello to Coach Colburn. He may be out there as well. He's had a little health scare this week. So Coach Colburn, of course, loved by many of us Wildcats and uh, praying for all of them and their family and, uh, and KAC. Appreciate it, Coach. Thank you. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. Bobby Ledbetter's always got inventory rolling in here. If you're in the market for a car, truck, van, or sport utility vehicle, we've got plenty to choose from. And don't forget, we now have two locations. We're at 1015 Golf Avenue South right here in beautiful downtown Fort Payne. Or you can also travel to Gadsden. We're at 901 First Avenue in Gadsden, Alabama. Y'all need to come and see us for some great deals, great financing. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fortnite community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family 
locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania, and Scottsdale. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company quality and service that you can build with. Your friends at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank. The finest traditions of community banking, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go, Go.